Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. My name is Esteban. Y me llamo Estaniel. ¿Cómo estás, señoras y señores? Dude, that's really impressive, bro. I didn't know you were Thanks, that. man. That's all I know, though. So welcome to the show, everybody. Episode 125. What's happening, strangers? It's been a little bit. Steve, I feel like we haven't done this in like two weeks. You know why? Why? Because we haven't done this in like two weeks. Oh, that's the tr- that's the trick of the trade. I, I mm-hmm. did not. You know, I've missed talking to you, man. I did you, though. I mean, my phone was right next to me for two uh, you weeks. You were working a little bit. You were working yeah, a little bit. That I was. I'll give you that one. Touche, sir. But I, I still. Mean, well, I you told you. me you were. I mean, define missing. Oh, here's the thing. When I don't talk to Dan for a while, I get a little bit too too caught up in my own devices. All on his bullshit. For real. And and there's there's certain times where I'll, I'll that means I just haven't watched anything worth texting him about. Because that's all I'm about, ladies and gentlemen, It's just movies. <laughs> oh, you did tell me about one thing, though, that I actually started listening to. And I did? Uh, we'll talk about it later. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Right. Holy crap. It's also pop culture related, ladies and gentlemen. You're Apparently, kinda... I have no substance. But you didn't hear the conversation that we just had. Oh, dude. He's... For the last 15 minutes, which we didn't record. Because you know what? Why? That's private stuff. Yeah. You know and I mean? we don't want to bum you out with our prediction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Not not on this one. Not on 125. Hey, new listeners, by the way, welcome to the show. Yes. Uh, whether you're here or not with good intentions, I hope you are, because if you're not, like, enjoy our show, because you're not going to get any of that bullshit. But anyway, I'm happy to be back, dude. Seriously, for real. So, oh, dude, li- likewise. You guys are hearing it on a certain day. But it's a beautiful Sunday morning in Fresno, California. Is it? I haven't even looked outside. <laughs> dude, it's beautiful outside, man. It's gorgeous, bro. Can we breathe yet? No. See, we have those California fires that are going on. Dude. And when you live in the San Joaquin Valley, ladies and gentlemen, it's just like a big old bowl right in the middle of everything. And all the smoke goes in and just hangs out and jacks up our lungs. How's your how's your uh, allergies been with this? It's not as bad as normal, but I'm doing oh, a lot nice. of like <laughs> that kind of crap. Ooh. Got a little some something in the back of the throat all the time. A little post nasal drip. But other than that, I'm doing OK. You know why? Mostly because I've just been inside so much. I've been working. So much, dude. Like, dude, we've had a lot of people out, first mm-hmm. of all. We also work in a place of healthcare, uh-huh. and the C word is floating around. No, not C U N T. I'm talking about COVID. And um, it's been very strange, dude. Like, like, not to bring the show down so instantly, but we actually lost one of our own, dude. You know how many calls I've gotten about, him? like, every call I've gotten from, uh, you know, here's what I get. And not to bring it, not to bring it. <laughs> You already know where I'm going with it. I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> Go ahead, please. They'll call. They'll be like, hey, yeah, man. We'll call him John. You hear about John? I'm like, oh, I didn't know John. He's like, oh, you knew John. You had to know John. He's, <laughs> the other, he's the other. I'm like, I, I didn't know him. Oh, you, oh, you. if you saw him, you would know. Come on. You guys all hang out together somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> this one? Has affected my department where I was like, okay, he was a big deal as far as how nice he was. How yes, wonderful that's he was. the thing. Dude, they're like, oh, no, he every time you'd go in, you would just be like, oh, my gosh. Hey, 
hey, how are you? And I was like, oh, that sucks, dude. Very pleasant guy. Always stopped to talk to everybody. You know, um, actually, I knew him because he graduated a year after me. So he was in the underclass. So I worked with him a little bit that way, but I never worked with him professionally. But I saw him all the time. And then he left our place and went out to Clovis. And then, um, yeah, so I, I mean, I guess he had some underlying issues. Yeah, he did. Uh-huh. And um, he wasn't the healthiest person at that time. But he uh, apparently came into the ED and was just like really short of breath. Mm-hmm. Within hours, they had him vented. And then within 24 hours, he was just gone. It was just like bing, bang, boom, just done. And that sucks, dude. <sighs> For real, ladies and gentlemen, like, just trust me, okay? I'm not going to get on my freaking soapbox and tell you why you, be, you, you should. should be wearing a mask. Nah, not today. Not today. But I'm just letting you folks know that whoever's telling you that this is bullshit, just slap the hell out of them. Because I promise you it's not. Scary as shit. I got to be around it all the time, and I hate it. Thank you very much. Dude, I, I I drive up and I see a thing parked in our loading dock that I yep. won't mention. Yeah, and it would be a body refrigerator. I didn't think when you told me there was one, when I drove up, I'm like, oh, this is a semi. I did. I thought it was like a little box. Mm-hmm. No, like I think people might picture what we're talking about is like a refrigeration unit that. Holds, yes. I, I think I already explained that, actually. But I know that a lot of people that I've told get that first impression of one of those storage boxes that's what i'm talking about yes that's Mm -hmm. what i thought not the case this is like a big ass like the big trailers that that are Mm -hmm. like you said like a semi-trailer it's huge i don't think it's like max capacity i certainly hope it's not but i know that it was there and then they took it away and then the second wave came and suddenly it's back yeah it's it's we're on the i remember uh gavin newson did that thing where it's going to be color-coded counties and Mm -hmm. i looked up our county of course we're the worst they're like yeah you're not going anywhere there's other counties that can start opening up. I don't even think they, because remember, like New Zealand didn't open up until like that woman was said, we want zero. We don't want one when we start opening up. We don't want two when we start. Well, we want zero and I will let you open up. And it was a smart move. And then I think they got one more case and they closed down again. Yeah, They're not playing, dude. No, but we're just in the wrong location for that. For reasons I won't get into, we're always going to have the kickback in this area. Always. You think so? And that sucks. So, yeah, these assholes want to, like, complain about not being. Here we go. <laughs> but these guys want to complain. <laughs> <laughs> you were of two minds. One side of your mind was like, up oh, here. We, we, well, I no, we I agreed. Mean, <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah, I just don't want to, like, spend a lot of time on it. But I'm just saying it. it's like there's a lot of complaining going on. And I'm, believe me, I'm not breaking any new ground here. A lot of complaining going on. A lot of kickback, pushback, rather, of why people don't want to wear masks. And then they get mad that they can't go out and do anything. And <laughs> But it's, I get it. I get it. You feel like your fucking freedom's taken away. Okay. Go jerk off for a couple of days or something. You know what I mean? Like spend some days. quality time with your family. Hell yeah. You never done that before? It's great shit. A couple of days now? I'm like nonstop? One time I now? did that for like two days and then like nothing but like powder came out. Poof. Just poof. <laughs> <laughs> like look like a non-dairy creamer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I think I like this direction better than where we were going. But anyway, yeah. just, just guys, be just, just, yes. just be careful out there. That's all we're asking. And uh, you know, his name was Marcus. I won't give his whole name, but I wanted to, you know. Not that anyone's going to be listening to this, but anyone that is listening to this that knows me and knows uh, where we work and everything like that. Yeah, we think it's really, really fucked up. So it is terrible. And it, the hard thing is, man, it's like. You you assume. You always assume that you have a week. Another week, I'll go to the hospital. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Life is fast, dude. Dude, I mean, OK, let's you know what? Top of the show. Let's do this. Oh, Chadwick Boseman, man. Dude. Gone. But it's not like, you know, now we know 
And we knew pretty much right away that it, that really wasn't the case. It wasn't like, oh my God, he was just, just fine. And suddenly he was gone. But dude, Chadwick Boseman <laughs> is what? gone. You know, we, the whole time, look at it this way, Steve, the whole time that he's been on our radar, he was sick. Number one, like someone said on Twitter, props to his friends and his circle. Yeah. That's a circle right there that did not say a thing, dude. Mm-mm. Nope. Circle of silence. Dude, Marvel didn't say anything. And they had to know, right? They had to because insurance. How do you think that works on the flip side? How do you do that? If you know, hey, this dude's got colon cancer and he may go while we're filming. How do they handle that on their end? That's the, I think, I mean, and I might be giving too much credit. I just think that they're like, you know what? It's worth it. You're so nice, Steve. I You're think so that's nice. what they did. They're like, hey, it's worth it having him. Because I know that the stuff that people have put out, um, I think everyone knew. The way that they're putting out, we're going to miss you, is not like I am absolutely befuddled. They're just like, we loved you. You fought yeah. hard. I'm like, so they all knew. Mm-hmm. You didn't see one I'm shocked no. at all. Not from Brie Larson, not for Chris Evans, Don Cheadle. No. All of them kind of were just like, you know what? Thank you for being an uplifting person. And it was, it's such a beautiful thing that none of them said anything. They're just yeah, like, man. this dude is fighting. He is. And then in the five bloods, bro. I'm like, he even did that. And you could tell he was thin. Yes. I was going to say the last couple things that I've seen him in that one. And then even in Endgame, he was a little slim. He was slimmer. He was yeah. slimmer. But then and, he did that. Uh, did you see that Instagram post that he put out a I few months not. ago? I didn't. I mean, he just looked so frail. And and quite honestly, I didn't even, even then, it didn't really register. Because, like, you know, like, look at Christian Bale. Maybe you're yeah. doing this for a movie or something like yeah. that. So it was completely off of our radar. Oh, and uh, what a loss, it's, man. I mean, you know, you, you Black Panther, dude, is dead. And that's just gone. so important. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'll be the first to tell you, and I told you this before, like, it wasn't my favorite Marvel movie or anything like that. But the importance of that character and what it meant to people of color that finally got to see themselves like represented on screen as a superhero. And I don't have to explain this to you because I remember how excited you got and I know how you still feel about it. And I just think that it's so sad that that's taken away, you know? And, and, and also I think it's kind of sad that it's like, Oh, well we lost that. You know what I mean? Like, well, my thing, I do you know what agree. I'm saying though? Like, yeah, like it's, totally it's, it's, it's so clearly removed from it now. And it's like, it's well, 2020. We're like, of course. Yeah. Yeah. We're know. all like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That makes Take that from us. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next. Uh-huh. That's yeah, what, what it feels like. What else are you going to take from us? Until- and I don't agree with a lot of people. I'm like, they better not reboot the character. Um, I think that uh, Black Panther is not the person in the suit. Black Panther is the representation of what that suit represents. It's a re- the representation of what that suit means. There's you know? a way around it. But at the same time, it's like, can we it's go tough. a couple days? Can we go a couple days without maybe talking about Marvel? Just let this dude's family. That's true. Mourn. Totally true. I think it's, I mean, and I know you didn't really do this because you were just talking about how, what you're hearing and stuff like that. But that's the first thing that I was like, fuck, that's tacky. Yes, you know? dude. Again, oh, not sure. trying to be on like a, a, on my high horse or anything, but I'm just, it's like, you know, you sent me that text. You were the one that told me about it. <clears throat> so I immediately go to Twitter. And that's like the first thing I see. Well, what about the MCU? It's like, what about this like, guy's dude, family, man? His like, let, family, Let man. the family mourn, and then we can talk about the MCU. Let's and be adults. The, the good thing is, I think, um, the, A, he went the way the, he went and not this weird TMZ way, where yeah. TMZ gets the, the you know, whatever. And then also, dude, um, what people said about him, it's a universal, bro. It is not one person being like, he was nice to me. Uh, and then another person being like, uh, you know, he didn't really talk to me on set, but he seemed not, 
everyone's just like, oh, he was just uh, incredible. Incredible. We're going to miss him. But it's beautiful that you could tell that, like, you know, he was gone. He was going in a way where people just called him a king. You're like, we're going to miss you, king. I was like, this is beautiful. I just think one thing we definitely need to avoid now, and I'm hoping Twitter, because sometimes we get in a, a whirlwind of sadness porn. Where it's like, here's a picture of Chadwick. Here's another drawing I did of him and right. Kobe Bryant. Here's yeah. a picture of them, Kobe, and such and such meeting in the class. I'm like, okay, okay. At Prince's house. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. And I'm like, do you think every time his family opens Twitter that they just want to be reminded forever? Like, let them grieve and you guys stop. Because technically when everybody's put, I've never got into the whole, they put up a picture of them and Chadwick. I met Chadwick on why are you making this about you? It's cute. And I get why the Marvel stars are doing it. Yeah. But well, I think people are just else. trying to identify and maybe <laughs> uh, look, I'm just looking at it from that. I like know. you're saying you're nice. the, the you're right. sad, po- sadness porn and everything yes. like that. I mean, <clears throat> we're just humans and people want to mourn in some weird way and they want to show that they care. And I, I get that, but I do see what you're saying and, yeah. and it's, it would be nice to not see that, but you know, what's getting me Whoa. is the video, no, not in a bad way. Like it's making me kind of like, oh, because it's like I've been watching a lot of not like looking for them, but they're just popping up on Twitter. Like a lot of videos of him going, okay, two videos of him going to see cancer. Patients. Oh, I couldn't even watch it. They said these kids, you know, when you in oh, like what's going through his head at that time. Oh, dude. And then there's that one. I think it was for a. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it was for Black Panther when he was talking about how he had these two specific kids in his mind that wanted to see the movie before they died. And mm. when he got, he got the news that they didn't get a chance to see the movie, but like he stops in the middle of this and just like, I don't want to say breaks down, but he has to get himself back together again Oy. before he can continue. And it goes on for like 30 seconds. You're like, Ooh, you know? Yeah. So what was on his mind then? But did you I mean, for that, that guy to do what too. he did and Oy. to continue to fight the way he did. And like you said, his support circle and everything to, to keep everything so locked in that no one knew anything about that. I mean, think of like, say, uh, like Adam Yauch, MCA from the Beastie Boys. We knew he had pancreatic cancer for years. And when he died, it was a sad thing. But it, I'm not saying his circle wasn't as tight. You know what I mean? But like, I just I'm very impressed. Like you said, I'm very impressed that people kept it so quiet like that. It's pretty it's pretty amazing. Oh, dude, it's. It's beautiful. It's beautiful and heartbreaking in the in the same. We're gonna miss him. He yeah. did an amazing way uh, uh, body of work. Jack and Robinson. It, yes, dude. And it leads me to my point. James I always Brown. make: do whatever you have inside, let it out, because you don't know. Even if you're like, well, it hasn't been. You know, it's just a silly movie. I was in. so what? Oh, it's just a movie idea. Do it. I just have this idea to write a movie. Do it then, because you don't know. And he left a legacy of great work, just like Prince and all these other folks. Whatever you're doing and thinking you're going to be like, I'm going to do it this next fall. Bro, listen, sis, listen. You don't know. You just don't. Do it. What do you have to lose? I don't think that things have ever been more uncertain, at least in our lifetime. Listen, How much time we got. (laughs) You know? (laughs) So, yeah. What are you waiting for? Pick up a microphone, pick up a camera, pick up a pencil, whatever, and create, man. Do what do you. Gee, gee. And, and don't say, I don't draw that well. I don't think Picasso is that great, but look at him. 
do your thing. I know. Some of these chumps got rich as fuck doing like, let me, like Pollock, let me, uh, let me pick up this, <laughs> let me pick up this brush and just throw some paint at the like, wall. Like I'll go, if I, if I see, I remember, uh, I was, you know, I've always seen David, you know, uh, the statue. Yeah. And I was like, that's pretty impressive. I had never seen someone standing next to it before. And then when I saw someone standing next to it, I was like, Jesus, see, that's art. That is a humongous work of art. And you're going to tell me Picasso is dope. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> it's all subjective, Steve. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think I could do Picasso. I think I could do that. I like when you watch movies and it's always like in a, like an artist's gallery or something like that. And it's always those pretentious people that were like, I wanted to capture the uh, oh, yeah, sense yeah, of uh, yeah. the human struggle. And that's why you see a wire hanger hanging. Dude. And nothing else, because it represents that we're all just hanging on. But yeah. fuck you, Get stop out it. of here with that. And like when I see, when I see like a, a a pile of junk, and then they move the camera, and then on the shadow, it's a thing. I'm like, that is art. Yeah, that shit's cool. How the crap did you do that? Like, where do you start with that? I'll even take that. Or when someone was like, oh, that's a picture. Like, no, it's a series of dots made with a pencil. I'm like, see that. That's something where I couldn't wrap my mind around doing. How did you do that? Bro. Everything else I see from back in the day, I'm like, I could have drawn that. I could have drawn <laughs> it. I couldn't have done I, David. No way. <laughs> I'm over here laughing at myself because I'm like, you know, in one breath, I'm like, listen, whatever you do, just pick up something and create. And now <laughs> in the That's next breath, I'm like, true. and then you put a motherfucking hanger up. Fuck you. Like, yeah, you know what? I take it back. Just put your hanger up. I mean, I like it, but if it makes you happy, Create. Create. Go ahead and create. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to be like, I'm not the next Picasso, let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You very well might be. You make no mistake about it. Because a lot of these cats, the reason that they were so, so huge is because they thought they were the best. Andy Warhol and them were just like, no, I'm the best at every. And soon people start believing it. Like, maybe he is. I am the best that has ever walked. And people just start believing it. So get out there. Pump yeah, it up. It probably helped him out a lot, too, that he was doing psychedelics and mad cocaine with a bunch of celebrities. Listen, that does help. You know, that it don't hurt. And his, his look <laughs> definitely yeah. aided that. Yeah, he was yeah. Uh, a character, to say the least. I mean, dude, but do your thing. Tomorrow's not promised. And, uh, you know, same with you, Dan, whatever you want to do, bro. Hey, don't tell me. I'm letting you do, know, Steve. man, because you have uh, you have talents that you have not let people hear yet. You should see what I'm doing right now. They'll never see it. And it's the most talented shit ever. Oh, I can't wait, dude. Check it out. Watch it. Hey, hey, look. It's dope, huh? See? Gail said yes. I, I, I you don't, don't even know. You, y'all, you're not even ready. That's because she was so flabbergasted by what I just did. All she could do was stand mouth agape and just nod. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I got some real shit firing off over here that you guys aren't ready for. That is legit. <laughs> oh, I didn't ask you. How are the kids in the fam doing? Everyone is well. I understand that our children now, well, they're not children, but our adult, <laughs> our adult males now work in the same parking lot. They do work in the same parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I know that this is something that I could tell you off, you know, off the mic. No, but tell me. He needs to go see Ben because Ben's like, I can get this dude a job probably and probably be better paying. I just want to say that before I forgot. Yeah, don't forget. Because I know that for, uh, he is, I think it's one of those, this is his first time. And he's, I could tell he's nervous. He won't tell me that he's nervous. 
But Everyone's he, nervous at their first job. Of course. But he's just like, oh, you know, it's another day. I'm like, okay. Because, yeah. How long has he been working there? Uh, oh, two weeks. Okay. And he's like nervous and he won't, again, he won't tell me he's nervous, but I know I was nervous on my first job. I got fired from my first job. <laughs> I think we talked about this. Yeah. So, and it was for, at Taco Bell. Yep. Me and too. I got it, fired from Taco Bell too. How old were you when you worked at Taco Bell? 16. Dang. How long did you work there? <laughs> Not that long. I would say probably almost a year. That's a long time, bro. It probably wasn't even that long, to be honest with you. Maybe like half a year. I don't remember, to be honest with you, because I just gave zero shits about that job. I deserved to get fired, Steve, is what I'm saying. Because you didn't care. Like, <laughs> why did you get fired? Uh, because it was a combination of things. I thought it was magic. Like, I would be sitting there holding up the line, looking at the screen, and they'd remember. I'm like, how are you guys going so fast? How are you doing this? They'd look up at the screen and just remember the orders. I'm like, how are you doing this? This is incredible. And they just said, you know what? Move from the line so that you're not just amazed by the magicians on either side of you. <laughs> go, to the, go to the cashier. And they said I was being smart to a, a customer. And the next day, they didn't even fire me. They didn't fire me when I was there. They had me work the rest of my shift. The next day, I called the manager. I'm like, hey, um, when do I come in? They're like, ah, they fired you, dude. I was like, oh, thanks. They fired you, bro. Yeah. And I was like, well, thank you for telling me. And I know when I told my mom, she was like, of course. Of course. Listen to this. Now, again, I deserve to be fired, right? But you have to understand what I walked into originally to understand how my mind frame was like, like where I was. So check this out. Okay, I'm 16 years old. I'm a juvenile delinquent. Sure, I'll sneak some beer. Sure, I'll, I'll smoke weed. And I have three friends that work there that got okay. me said job, okay? okay? And those are all the ones that I basically, I learned it by watching you, you know? <laughs> those are my, <laughs> bad, my bad influence friends. So the first day that I work, it's actually, a, it's a night. It's a Friday night. And uh, I'm working with my buddy mm-hmm. and it's like after nine o'clock. Right. And I was doing all the stuff trying to because I, I think that I've always been like a good worker. I'm going to do what you tell me to do and I'm going to try and do it as quickly, quickly as I can. And then I am going to be that guy. Like, OK, like what's next? You know, so that's how I was when I first started. But <laughs> that quickly changed because they're like, slow down, man. And you, you know how like I don't know how they do it anymore. I imagine it's ice machines now. Like I never go to a fast food place inside ever. They just hand me this magic cup full of ice and I, I don't know how they got it. Right. Yeah. But at Taco Bell back in the day, they used to have this big ice chest where you would scoop the ice. OK, like a big ass scoop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like right. It doesn't matter where it is, but it was like right next to the assembly line. So he's like, no, no, no. Slow it down, man. He, pulled, he opened up the door and there was just a bunch of Heinekens in the ice. That's the first night. What? I there was just a bunch of Heinekens. In there. Are you kidding me? And then after, yeah, then like after hours, all of a sudden, all these people's friends start showing up and they're like here and they're just handing out food. Like I'm talking like what? this is back then. This is back then. But think about how cheap Taco Bell is, right? Freaking it's a little more. Exp- it's expensive now. now it's more it's expensive, expensive now. Yes, but back yes. then you're like, you know, 35 cents, cents for a bean burrito. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Dude, like. $35 worth of food just going out the door. Oh, dude, that's a lot of food, bro. And then that's just for one person's homing. And then like the next crew would come, including my crew. Eventually, I, I started cycling people. Hey, come down. And I'd hook them up. So I'm already not taking this place serious. Yeah, right? of course you you can't. Then I go to an, it was like an after party. And this was not the first night. This I'm just sort of like, oh, yeah, that was the other thing. Like one dude was um, just out of jail. He was just like straight criminal minded the entire time. Always trying to figure out a way to get something out of there or just, I'm just saying again, not another good influence. Right. 
Yes. Then I then I go to this party and everyone's on acid. So Whoa. including my managers. So I never really had a good like stepping stone with this place. It was just like one thing after another of how not to act, to like act at a job. This was the topper. So my thing was I just didn't want to work. I just I hated it. And when I on my first job, I was that dude that called in all the time because I just didn't want to be there. And that's what got me in trouble. But check this out. So they're like, hey, I need you to come in. This chick named Lisa. She goes, I, I need you to come in like after school because I need to talk to you. So I get there. And uh, she's like, hey, hey, uh, close the door. So, she, so I closed the door. Right. By the way, this chick was getting fucked up with everybody and doing one of the employees that was my age. And she was like probably close to 30. OK, welcome to the 90s or 80s. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to 1988. That's what it was. So check this out. So she says, close the door. And I walk. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. So she's like, uh, all right, Dan. So go ahead and sit down. And um, I just wanted to uh, talk to you about. Oh, my God. What's, uh, what? what am I doing? What am I doing, Steve? Cutting that old cocaine. Uh-huh. She's fucking reprimanding me, bro. While chopping up a gagger. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. So she's like, all right. Uh, and like gives me the you i'm like no no i'm good, I'm good. <laughs> anyway Jesus. we need to i do i'm not making this up we need to figure out how we can get you to come in all the time and uh, dude people were smoking pot in the walk-in refrigerator i it was just the job to, like like this is how you get fired university that's what taco bell was to me so eventually i just got fired but yeah it was just crazy shit like that all the time i never really said anything to her about that whole uh cocaine thing but it, that, but when she's talking to me, I'm like, are you, in my head, I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? Like, how am I supposed to take this serious? You can't. sure? Okay, sure. I'll come in, maybe. And then I left. But yeah, I got fired pretty quick. But that was a very weird experience, man. A very first weird first job experience. And the funny thing is, like, when he tells me, he's like, yeah, minimum wage now is uh, getting paid twelve dollars an hour. I was like, do you understand how different of a life we're leaving now? Like, I was four twenty five. Yeah, I think I was right around there too. And I thought I was doing the thing thing, bro. I got that money. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, guys. It's on me. Dude, I thought I was doing the thing thing. Like, I could could stretch 50 bucks for, like, ever, bro. Forever. I just thought of another terrible thing I did. I don't know if I want to disclose this or not. You might not want to tell this. Do you want to? (laughs) I'm going to tell you. And then if I shouldn't. I'll cut it out. That's Fair the enough? wrong thing to do because I'm going to say you should. <laughs> That's the wrong thing to do. Dude, tell just, the story, and if we don't want it in, mm, cut it out. <clears throat> okay. I'm just going to be real with you. I'm 16 years old. Again, not taking this job serious at all. Like to the point where I was working in the drive through area. I was the yeah. one that'd be like, hey, welcome to Taco Bell. But I could see, uh, I'm going to ask you to put yourself into, sorry to get local on you guys, but I'm going to, it was the um, Blackstone and Barstow location, which is now like an Arsenio's. There's oh, like yeah. a food max and everything. Okay, so kind of picture that parking lot. When you're at the drive-through, there's another window that's facing the back parking lot. So, mm-hmm. like, it was constantly. I was just constantly fucking with people. You know what I mean? Like, I would be like, people would be getting in their cars, putting their groceries away. I'm like, hey, I see your ass. I would just be saying stupid things oh, like that. That's or, funny. You know, police officer would be coming by and people would be like winking at him and all this kind of stupid shit. But Thank um, Lord. so check this out. <laughs> this is terrible. So I'm a little pothead, right? And I'm a little broke little pothead because I've been calling in sick all the time with no benefits. So remember when they would do like themed drinks 
You know, like you get the, oh, yeah. you get the new the new You're Star Wars the, Tumblr yeah. mm-hmm. for a dollar for like a dollar nine, right? Well, it's very easy to do the math on a dollar nine. I knew I needed about fifty bucks, so I was oh just my like, God. so I was just like, wait, fifty drinks? Are you kidding me? I, I was a little thief. I'll be honest with you. I'm not. I was never a thief. Like I didn't. Well, I, obviously I was, but like I, I wasn't a shoplifter. I didn't break into people's houses. I didn't break in people's cars or steal shit from my friends. But I do remember that was another instance of me going, "What am I doing? Like I'm doing it. I'm not even feeling bad about it. I am not taking this place seriously at all. It's only you gotta a matter get of time." Out there, dude. I kn- no, yeah. but it wasn't like I was miserable. I'm just like, fuck it. I'll just keep doing this until something happens. I only did that particular thing one time. Like I said, mine was like the calling in. I just, I'm not going to be there today. And I'd be that guy that would call in like, you know, five minutes before a shift. And the weird thing is you're so not that guy now. Like you go for, hey, want to come in? Well, we know who to ask if we want someone to come in. I'm on my six days straight right now. Dude. And you're going in at three today? Yeah. To 1130? Till midnight. That means we have stuff that we got to talk about. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, first you got to do contact information. I haven't done this in a while, Steve. You're right about that. So ladies and gentlemen... Hi, how you doing? Welcome back to the show. Episode 125 is upon you. My name is Dan. That is Steve. We are the Heroes of Noise. Gonna holler at you for just a little bit, okay? Perhaps you're wondering how you want to get a hold of us or or just make that little connection. You know what I mean? There's that whole thing about six degrees of separation. Maybe you want a, a fifth degree. You're not trying to fuck with that sixth degree. This is how you do it. You want to get a hold of the show. Hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, hit us up at Heroes of Noise. Get me, Dan, at Dan Q Public. I'm going to turn this down just a hot little bit there because I can't even hear myself, Steve. And also, my man Steve, speaking of him, S-E underscore Hudson Music. That's how you hit him up on Twitter, all right? He's great. He'll send you a GIF or some shit like that. Pretty much all he does. Now let's talk about the website, ladies and gentlemen, www.heroesofnoise.com. That's where you go. That's where the magic happens. It's a one-stop shop. I say it every week, at least just not last week because we weren't here. Leave us a voicemail. Subscribe to our shows. Subscribe to The Word, our old podcast. Subscribe to our friend shows. It's all there, ladies and gentlemen. And last but not least, come on over, Heroes of Noise podcast community. We have some new people there. I kind of wonder why. <laughs> I think I know. But anyway, they're there, and they're welcome, and uh, you will be too. So other than that, I'm going to turn it back over to my homie, the one, the only, Golden Tones, Stephen Eugene Hudson. So here's the thing, young man. There are two things we could do because now uh, we could either go into what you want, but there are two things you didn't mention. And I want to hear about, I don't even know what one of these things are. So I kind of want to get one of the returning things where like such and such returns. Can you explain that to me, please? Sure, I can, Steve. Uh, it's old news now. It's about, it's a week old. But hold on, real quick. I just remembered one thing since you oh. turned it back to me. No, I just wanted to thank. We have a new Patreon patron, Steve. Oh, Sniff. I would like to say hello and thank you to Billy Bosky. I think I'm saying it right. It's either Bosky or Bosky. Oh. Bosky sounds right. Hey, Billy Bosky. Is that a fucking great <laughs> name? It kind of reminds me of uh, Saturday Night Live. Bill Brasky. Remember him? Mm. <laughs> Bill Brasky. That son of a bitch. We're all sitting around at the bar. Bill comes in. He's got a whole moose around his shoulders <laughs> he he filleted that moose up up and everybody had moose for dinner bill brasky I and then totally eventually bill and then bill would come in later and be like how's it going guys bill oh that's right and it would be a video from like high up yeah i forgot about that dog yeah but that is not him this is billy bosky and i'm hoping he's cool with that with me doing the uh of course he is you know you should be bill i hope is it bill is it billy i don't know He's our new friend. I think it's super dope that you're here, sir. So thank, thank you, you so very much. much, man. I appreciate it, brother. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, let's talk about uh, what you were talking about. This is old news, Steve. This is about a week old now. I don't but know we haven't we haven't spoken. This is. Yeah. What are you doing? You're just reading all this unhappy shit all the time, and you're not learning about pop culture. Is what it you're is. right. You're I right. I don't feel you're doing your job, sir. I mean, you're the one on number one. Normally, between the two of us, I'm not the doom and gloomer. Am I the doom and gloomer? You're the person. No, I wouldn't even say doom and gloom. You see things as they are. Yeah, and you want to have them rose-colored glasses. Bingo. And mm. but now it's switched a little bit, and you've been looking at these random words that you've made up, saying that they're returning. So please, Ben Affleck is who I'm talking about. Batfleck to some of you. You know, we thought he was gone. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. What did you think I was talking about? Just fucking Ben Affleck. I don't know. I thought it was like an old movie called Batfleck. No, and I'm Batfleck. like, oh. Listen, I'm not saying I coined the phrase, but like, like I don't know if it. Maybe it's not as uh, common to say that. It's not. <laughs> I was, didn't realize that you were going to be prompting me to do the notes. But Batfleck, bro, I've always it called says him Batfleck. Battlefleck. Does it? Look Does at it, it though. I'm looking right now. Hold on now, because if you're if you're going to give me some shit about and I was like, right now, what? This is not the time. Battlefleck. No, it does not say that. Yes, it does. I'm looking at it. B a t t l l e c k. Oh, it does. There's no say L. Batfleck. You need to get your eyes checked. It's true. It's for some reason it said Battlefleck in my brain. So this is we don't really need to go over this because everyone knows this, right? But why is it two T's? Are aware. What'd you say? Why is there two T's? <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> There was no L. <laughs> Maybe you just thought that T was an L. I don't know. Yeah, because in the, t- the two T's, I'm like, that's battle. If it was one T, I would think bat. I don't know why there's two T's. I'm going to go ahead and chalk it off to a typo. I think you made up Batfleck. No, it's been said before. Has it? I'm not that witty. I'm not saying it's good. It's I just think it's, been No, said. I think it's catchy, actually. I'm yeah, going to no, use that trust from me. now on. Nah, well, great, but you, I didn't make it up, but you're welcome might to have. it. You might have. Anyway, you know why... Now that we've established what Batflick is, you understand why I'm yes. talking about this? Perhaps, you know what, you've made a thing where now I at least have to acknowledge it. He's coming back for one more movie. He's going to be in The Flash. And so good. Michael Keaton's going to be in it, too. We're going to have two Batman. Two Batmen? And, but what does, what, does, why, what does Michael Keaton play? Uh, I believe he's playing Bruce. If it goes Flash credits, Flash goes fast, goes, shows Ben Affleck, goes back in, or goes forward in time, shows freaking michael keaton and then the credits roll i'm happy i will walk out of that theater being like listen i got to see michael keaton again as freaking bruce wayne it's basically gonna be uh are you familiar with flashpoint uh no but i've 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 noticed people talking about it yeah it's a flashpoint thing so that's why we have to it's gonna be so good oh but please tell me homeboy's not writing it like they said he was Ezra. Oh, um, what's that guy's name? Ezra Miller. Remember when he was saying he had an idea? Please tell me that that didn't happen. You know, to be honest with you, I'm not entirely sure. I'm really not that big of a Flash fan. The show and I'm really even good. less of a fan of Ezra Miller. Why? Um, it's not that I like I'm against him or anything. I'm just I'm just it's cool. You didn't like him in uh, Justice League. We can't be friends with everybody, Steve. Right. Yeah. But you didn't like him in Justice League. I didn't like the Justice League. I'm very curious to see what's going to happen with the Snyder Cut on HBO Max coming up. I like Justice League. I think we've established that, though. We have established that, yes. And then good for you, sir. Good on you. I don't understand how you I think like you should watch movie. it. Oh, by the way, sorry, just to, just to jump over from one topic to another, but still in the same universe. Have you watched Man of Steel yet? I know the answer. Don't answer it. You it haven't. was good, dude. 
You goddamn liar. You did not watch it. <laughs> You're the worst, man. You're making me waste little uh, free passes for people. I could be giving it to somebody else. You're like, no. And I said, you know what I'll do? I'm going to send it to you twice, not just I'm, once. I'm renting it tonight. You're lying to me. I'm dead because I'm a Henry Cavill person. I actually have time tonight and I have to take my mind off the reality that we discussed earlier. So I do yeah. have to do my man still. Hey, speaking of Henry Cavill, he's going to be in that Enola home. So have you seen good. the trailer for that? Oh, dude, that's going to be. Mind you, I, I've, I've realized something. Okay. One of my favorite movies is uh, Man from Uncle. Okay. I loved the recent The Witcher show. Uh-huh. I loved, I forgot what movie it was, but he was like a, a, um, a Roman fighter. I love him in Justice Cavill League. Cavill was? Cavill, yeah. It, it was one huh. of his first roles. Okay. I'm a Henry Cavill fan. Yeah, it sounds like it. You know where you're not, though, is by watching Man of Steel. <laughs> That's where you're really failing him. I you really didn't give him any love for Mission Impossible either. I liked him in Mission Impossible. My thing was like anyone could have played it. I just think that there are certain he has a look where only there's very few people that I put up there with Christopher Reeves as far as the look of Superman. He's close. Mind you, the as close as he is, he's a mile from Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves was a man child at 21. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. (laughs) If uh, Henry Cavill didn't look the way he looks, do you think that he would be famous? Stop. No, of course not. <laughs> good looking bastard. Yeah, he's a very he's a striking person with weird. He's a very striking guy. He looks like Superman, is the thing. He really does. And he has the voice like it. Not did that you, you would know, because you haven't seen Man of Steel. I well, I've seen Justice League, so I do. Yeah, know. well, that's not really a movie, Steve. Have you seen him put together that computer? <laughs> no. Why would I say, where are you seeing this? Is it Instagram or something? No, there's a there's a Have you Instagram. ever seen this guy make an omelet? Dude, he videotaped himself buying the parts of the computer and putting them together. Cool. <laughs> That's not impressive to you? It's like, no, dude. Putting Computers are like Legos now. Oh, Dan. I could build a computer. You can, but it's weird seeing Superman do it. Yeah, is it though? Dan, why? I think I, you're just okay, easily impressed. Do you not like him? I, no, I, I'm the one telling you to watch the movie. Yeah, I like him, but I mean, you're like, look at this, look at this dude petting a dog. I think he pets dogs a little bit better than most people. So you're telling me if you saw him benching 225, you'd be more impressed with that than putting together a computer? Um, I'd probably say equally. That's, that's both. Okay, both that's both things are obtainable. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's just we're in the computer age, man. You know what I mean? You know what? It's Lego blocks now. I don't see, but I I think the way he was ordering stuff, like he knows his stuff, though. He's like a a, a techie. Well, he probably researches things. Oh, Dan, you are. Really I mean, what do you want it. from me? To be impressed. Look at the way that guy reads a book. <laughs> so what? <laughs> he puts together a fucking computer. <laughs> I was standing, listen to this, man, listen to this. I was at the Staples Center, right? I'm at the Staples Center. No, believe you me, I'm just as surprised about this as you. So I'm there, I'm at the Staples Center. I go in, I go uh, to the urinal, and in comes Cavill, right? Cavill's there. He's taking a piss like I've never seen anybody take a piss before. Bro. Steve, that guy's a beautiful man. Bro. <laughs> what the fuck, Come dude? On, dude. That dude breathes so amazingly. <laughs> so if okay number one number one uh-huh. i get it if you had a day i know you'd put together a computer because you could use you watch a youtube video and just do it put together but it is interesting to see a person that you normally do not associate with such talents do that thing okay 
It's like when you have sex with a new girlfriend. I'm listening. You don't associate her with the talents that she is achieving. And you're like, huh, this is impressive. Right? Do you ever have that moment? And then you're like, where did you learn to do that? Dan, I never thought about that until I was <laughs> watching a movie. And this guy comes back from the war and meets his ex, his girlfriend from when before he left. He's back with her. And a guy that he she dated comes by and he's like, hey, you know all those new tricks she learned? Oh, no. And I was like, ha, look at him clowning you. And then I was sitting in my bed and I was like, wait a minute. Someone has to learn something from everyone. Hey, what movie was that recently? I think you watched it where, oh, God, it was on Netflix. And I just can't remember what the movie was where it was like it was that kind of a situation. And the dude was like showing the guy what the girl did on his phone. Do you remember that? No. Okay, then I'm going to stop talking about it because I don't remember. Well, no, but I think the most, the best movie that's ever yeah. done this was Chasing Amy. That's the best movie that's ever done this. He attacked it in the most fantastic way. With one With word. Finger cuffs. <laughs> oh, dude. I believe that's also uh, referred to as the London Bridge. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure. Remember when he said on Chasing Amy and he's like you're telling me your woman getting filled out like an application doesn't bother you <laughs> <laughs> only Kevin Smith oh speaking of which Ben Affleck looks terrific in that documentary he looks fantastic it looks like whatever he was going through is over he looks fantastic we should just like flip this whole thing and be like hey welcome to the handsome actors podcast no you're not you know this is very true and but you know what will touch you is 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 when uh they hug because they haven't seen it. I guess they haven't seen each other in a long time. Who's and hugging? So, um, ben Affleck and Kevin. When uh, Ben Affleck walked into the room and Kevin saw him, he didn't know. He's like, oh, my God. And he goes up and just hugs him. I was like, oh, they haven't seen each other for like years. And I was like, oh, this is touching. Wasn't there some kind of uh, Jennifer Garner drama? Yes. It was uh, like. I can't yes. hang out with you because my wife doesn't like you type of situation. It was a weird. Um, he explained it on stage. And, yeah, I, I've heard it and the one thing about Kevin Smith is I think the reason people can't get mad at him is because they can never say that's not true. He just tells the truth. He's like, I'm sorry if you didn't want me to say it out front, but I didn't lie on you. This was what was happening at that time. I, I love. But yeah, the uh, Ben Affleck freaking fantastic, man. There's a lot of, ha- I, I wouldn't even call, would you call Ben Affleck a handsome dude? I would, because this is the Handsome Dude Podcast. I think Coming up the- next week, Brad Pitt. Gee, okay, I'm going to say this. I think Ben Affleck is totally normal looking. I mean, I'm not, what, you, am I supposed to be drooling over this dude or what? No, I'm just saying that I don't think, he, would you call him handsome though? I would say he's a, he's got a chiseled features. Uh-huh. He has chiseled features. That's interesting. He has that jaw to play Batman. So yeah, I would say he's handsome. I would see the chisel jaw does not because uh, uh, so did freaking was that dude with the metal teeth and that lived in Fresno. <laughs> That's a little bit. He had a, a chisel jaw. <laughs> Richard Keel. Yeah, he had a chisel jaw. Technically, yes, it was chiseled. But yeah, but I mean, that's I didn't say he looked like Richard Keel. <laughs> I, <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about Richard Keel is a pretty common name. Uh, think Jaws and Moonraker. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't think I think he has a chiseled job. I think he's an, a normal looking dude mm-hmm. that Kevin Smith put on. Would you fuck him, Steve? 
Yeah. I'm just asking. Yeah. I'm just you, asking a question. I'm if you were a you, woman, you're the you? one that said he if you were handsome. a man and that were into was into that, would you? Would you? That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm I asking. was not in my man mind. I don't consider <laughs> him a. It's just like a. I'm asking. The, <laughs> it's just like the Beatles. Are they handsome? Not especially. That's your opinion, mate. Do you think the Beatles are handsome? No, they're fucked up looking. None of them? <laughs> I mean, uh, I think Paul see. McCartney is a striking individual. Who would I stoop in the Beatles? Let me see. Uh, I would have to say probably Paul was the most handsome. Well, you know what, though? I think George might have been more handsome than all of them. I was going to say George did have a certain uh, he ruggedness had that to him. Quoi. That, that certain thing that you, that, that uh, how do you say? That I don't know what. The je ne sais quoi. <laughs> that, that it, now, okay, this is a fun game. Do you think any of the members of Metallica have ever been handsome? Man, what is up with you and Metallica? Say again now. Have, have, do you think any of the members of Metallica have ever been handsome? No. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe Kurt Ham, Kirk Hammett at one point. Maybe. Jesus, dude. That was a quick answer. But I never was like, that's a handsome man. That's what you're asking me. He said no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that okay. Who is the most handsome rock band ever? I'm almost assuming you're gonna say either what band was Sebastian Bach in? This is Kid Row. No, they were not all handsome. Okay, well, then who are the most what's the most handsome rock group, even hair bands ever? Um, I don't know. I've never once thought about this. However, have you ever heard of a band called Nelson? Yes, <laughs> do you remember what they look like? The, you're talking about the twins. Tell you what, put us on pause for just a second and go to Google and look up Nelson if you don't know who we're talking about. Are are those the twins? <laughs> yeah, that's Ricky more than Nelson's words. Kids. No, 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 no. They did uh what was oh god, what was the name of that song? Who was more than words then? That's extreme. Oh, those are handsome lads. Gary Sharon and Nuno Betancourt. Gary Sharon was the third singer in Van Halen on Van Halen 3, and boy, did that album suck. So who what did Nelson sing? I'm gonna pull it up right now. I think more than words are probably more handsome than Nelson. That's good, dude. I mean, I, I'm glad it works for you. Here you go. I bet you you've never heard this song before. <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> Steve Hudson. Yeah, you know, we roll in different <laughs> It's a It's a Steve Hudson thing. Here we go. All right, coming up. Oh, wait a minute now. You Hold like up. hair metal? Well, this ain't it. Nothing? No, go go to uh, the chorus. I think it's going to be in a minute. So let me see. Oh, they're so handsome. Look at them. <laughs> Nothing? I'm waiting for the chorus. Okay, I think it's going to be here. If not, I'm going to fast forward. New podcasters, don't do this. Looking in. Let's just harmonize the whole song. Here it comes, bro. Well, they're identical twins. They do weird shit like that. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I have heard the song. (laughs) (laughs) I have heard this song. Man, twins are weird. No offense to the twins that are listening. I don't know if we have any of those, but y'all are weird sometimes, man. Let's dress the same and finish each other's sentences in public to fucking freak people out. That's very interesting. 
Yeah, right? I now Nelson, yeah, I, I remember that song. So wait a minute, maybe I'm making things up. I think we're gonna get sued by Nelson for playing too much of the song. Oh no, someone I recently was listening to a, a Prince podcast and they played uh like 40 seconds of 1999. Ooh. Yeah, the, fam- the family's but coming for him. You can, as long as you're commenting on the song, you can play it. It's fair play. Okay, well then uh <laughs> back and to the And I'm telling you, <laughs> we were just they saying might, they were handsome. They were, you know what? Here's the here, you know what's funny? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. Yes, I do. What's well, funny, Steve? Let me tell you how much handsomeness plays into the music. Christopher Cross's album sales. <laughs> Speaking of handsome, went down after he won a Grammy. Because he he walked out in public. <laughs> yes. How sad is that, bro? He's the voice of an angel. Holy shit. Look at that guy. And he wasn't not handsome. That motherfucker looks like he, he's got to give me some change from behind the counter. Gee, at the I gas think station. he looks adorable. So we've been going in one direction. I'm going to change it up, Steve. Like we were going, who's handsome? Who's the most handsome celebrity? Was it celebrity, musician? What were we talking about? Groups. What is the most handsome group? Okay. Who's bon Jovi, the, uh, I think, wins, but go on. Mm, okay. Let's see. Go I'm going to give you my final answer. <gasps> oh, Guns N' Roses. No, bro. Them motherfuckers were ugly. Oh, really? I didn't know. I mean, I, I thought so. Slash was they a didn't. handsome lad. <laughs> they didn't pump my nads is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't produce non-dairy creamer for you? <laughs> well, I mean, I saved it all for this next band. <laughs> um, who was a handsome... I'm really trying to be real about this shit. Dude, right? it's we're, Bon Jovi. I'm secure. I'm secure. I'll say a man's handsome. Um... Okay, I got a guy. But he was so glammed out that maybe that helped. I know who you're going to say. No, you don't. I guarantee okay, you, you mind, don't. Who was I going to say? No, because you're not. You wouldn't go this story. I, I remember looking at him and being like, that is a handsome dude. I'm uncomfortable looking at this fool. It, it was. What's uh, dude, dude that sung up? Uh, Unskinny Bop. <laughs> Brett Michaels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking at MTV. I was like a handsome lad bro i remember the first time i saw their their first album let me see i think it's called uh hold on they're good <laughs> i mean listen i'm not, i'm gonna tell you right now i actually like some poison songs they're a fun band i would watch them because you know they had mtv countdown and i was like that was one of the first rock groups i'm like this is a different style that i'm into though i didn't know i like this sort of song do me a favor yes i want you to google look what the cat dragged in poison album cover Dragged in. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was drug. Oh, there we are. Would you, Steve? Gee, they don't. <laughs> this, I have never seen anything like this before. And the, and the one you're, uh, we're talking about, Brett Michaels is top left. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> Dude, they were doing it like this back then? Yeah, man. That's the first time I, like, it, would, it had been around for a while, but that's the first time like glam rock. Check this out, sir. Holy crap. <laughs> that's the first time glam rock got on my radar. I'm like, whoa, who are these girls? I think you would, Steve. I would. I do not know any of these songs, by the way. It's OK. That's poison, though, man. That's their first album. Needless so to say, I wasn't buying that album at the time because no. it was the 80s. And I was trying to be like all about Slayer and shit like that. So I was like, I'm staying away from that. But I would be lying if I didn't say that I enjoyed Poison songs. 
Well, here's the thing. That is the most hairiest of hairband pictures I have ever seen in my life, dude. Oh, dude, you'd be surprised. If you start looking in the archives of old bands that didn't quite make it, it's pretty funny. You know the band Pantera? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Not a glam band, but they were. <laughs> that's I didn't like, know that. That's like the opposite. Like, like, oh, my God. They looked terrible because none of these, these, all these dudes were ugly as shit, first of all. They didn't have this poison thing going on. And they were just all glammed out with the hairspray and stuff. And Bill Anselmo, who's like, a, you know, he's like the uh, yeah. the growly kind of singer. Well, there's and, a. Uh, OK, go ahead. Then, though, he was all about falsetto and singing about love and shit. It's funny. Dude, I did not know that the hairbands were doing it like this. Oh, dog, you missed out on a whole genre. Dude. <laughs> now you now I'm going down a freaking. Uh, yeah, you're going to. I just fall down that rabbit hole today and see where it gets you. Jesus. And now we're, would you say, uh, would Scorpions be a hairband? They were very big in the span, but they weren't quite like this. Um, I'm trying to think. Who was it really? Oh, Quiet good? Riot. Was Quiet Riot a hairband? Uh, they were kind of like, pre, well, like pre-hair metal. They weren't so they quite were like so the glamour. Forefathers. They weren't all about, hey, baby, let's party. You know, it wasn't like that. It kind of was, but it sort of wasn't. Actually, so, no, you know what? I lie. They literally had a song called Party All Night. So, yeah, I guess they were a party band. <laughs> Wait, so, but they, so they were the precursors. They kind of, they kind of paved the way for hair bands? Because uh, I saw their documentary and I was like, they're very, ha- like, they kind of remind me of hair bands. I mean, they had long hair and they wore spandex. So I guess so. So maybe, yeah, they were like the, the precursor to it. Who was the first major hairband guy? Like, as in these were it's superstars that like now it's a thing. Mm. I would I say Motley Crue. Oh, wow. They would be a <laughs> Motley Crue kind of brought it to the I mean, I'm just someone could correct me, but I that's my uh, that's when they got on my radar. Not Motley Crue, but like glam metal because they went from shout at the devil to theater of pain, which was a completely different look. Like they went from wearing like, well, you saw this shout at the devil phase because you saw the dirt. Yeah. So the pen, the pentagrams and all that shit and the eye makeup. Yes. Like not necessarily eye makeup, but like lines on their faces and shit like that. They changed it up. I think Nikki six kept the lines on his face, but then the hair got super teased and they started wearing like more spandex with like ah. stripes and you know, all that shit. Dude, I did not know. I'm learning a lot about hair bands. Showing off their moose knuckles, their pants. <laughs> hey, who sings Running With The Devil? Van Halen. Another moose knuckle band. David Lee, Roth was always, <laughs> David Lee Roth was always about, like him, Robert Plant. They were like, check out what I got. Ah, uh, so you wouldn't call, you wouldn't call Van Halen a hair band? No. Okay. Mm-mm, they're more of just a rock and roll band. Cool. That's really fun. Like, I've learned something today, Dan. I did not know, like, what is considered a hair until you showed me poison. I was like, oh, I don't know if that's what a hair band is. Then I don't know many. That is like L.A. glam rock. Right there. So that's glam rock. Now, is glam rock a subset of hair bands? It's all the same thing. I think oh. now we just call them hair bands because there's a channel called Hair Nation and Hair... You know what I mean? Like, it's just... That's what they called them. I never once went, hey, I'm really into hair bands. I never said that. Dude, do, do there has to be a crew of pe- like people that are just like hair bands for life. Like, they're into them. Um, I love that shit. Oh, dude, I didn't know At that. work, I listen to Hair Nation all the time on Sirius. All the time. Are you... I did not know that, Dan. Oh, I love that shit. I mean, some of it's really cheesy, but there's a lot of good songs, man. There's this group called Dokken. Love Dokken. They were my favorite. 
they were like really, really talented. And but when I look back on it now, it's like every single song you guys wrote was about love. Something about love all the time. It was a little cheesy, but they were really good. And they never quite got as big as the other bands. But they, I personally think they were way more talented. Now they're shit, of course. D. Snyder was from a hair band. Oh, yeah. That's scary. Okay, cool. What do you mean? That's like, well, D. Snyder in full makeup. I'm sure you've seen this before. Right? I have seen it, yes. That's yeah. hair. That's hair. It looks almost like the poison thing. They're, mm. they're right there. <laughs> I mean, D. Snyder didn't look like poison. But yes, I see your point. Yeah, they had as much mate. I was like, okay, well, then they're in the same group. They're in the same crew, for sure. I've never seen anything like that poison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a bunch, man. There's like I think a band called Kix, K-I-X. I've never heard I of think. them. I think they were K-I. Anyway, they had all that shit. Too. L.A. Guns, even Guns N' Roses, like on Appetite for Destruction. Axel was full on, like the Welcome to the Jungle video. If you check that out, his hair was all teased up and stuff. Did he ever admit to stealing from the monkeys guy? Uh, he did. He they literally danced exactly the same. Oh, I I don't know. I'd never really gotten to the whole uh, workings of uh, the the inner mind of Axl Rose. But you were a fan of Guns N' Roses. Yeah, I liked Appetite for Destruction. The other ones I could take or leave. Like they had a few good hits on them. They were big albums. I, I think we just talked about this, but I you're, really like. You're liked, picky, dude. You were picky. No, As a well, youth, you were picky with your music. Like you're not. I I. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Mister. I only give it twenty seconds. I, here's the thing, though. I think you're more picky with rock than I am with music. I mean, I definitely have my standards. I think there's a lot of shit out there. Yeah. A lot of yeah, shit that they're yeah. just serving up and it's like, well, it's uh, it fits this genre, so it must be good. There's a lot of just chump rock. I just made that up. There are a bunch of chumps out there. Chump I rock. I like that. That's but what it, it is. I have a feeling you were unbearable. When talking about music as a Oh, I was a full on music <laughs> snob, bro. Like I was I'm telling you, I could have been the dude in the record store. Dude, I believe it because I'm just like, of course, Dan, no question. If it was like, oh, I love this album, you'd be like, oh gosh. Do you guys have the new? Yeah, we've got that, but we've also got the old shit before they fell off. Yeah, you probably like Guns N' Roses, but you should check out this band by the Diamondback Humpers. These things are be like, okay, dude, I don't, I don't want anything about this. I don't want to, re- I don't want to, I don't want to watch. Th- I want to listen to the Guns N' Roses. No, man, you are that guy. We're here with the Diamondback Humpers, <laughs> guys. First of all, great set tonight. I mean, I haven't seen, the, I have not seen these guys tear up a floor in the Fillmore like you guys, the Diamondback Humpers. So I have to ask, where'd you get this name? We just like fucking snakes. <laughs> Sue us <laughs> is what we do. We were going to go with snake fuckers, but it was really hard to get the name Dude, on the album. If you did a 20 second like clip on the YouTube about the diamond, and that's all you did was interview like, I just like effing snakes. <laughs> it would go viral. Look, I just like fucking snakes. Okay. <laughs> Sue me. I'm also afraid of my testicles, but that's a whole other story. That's funny. G. At, you you might want to write that down. Nah, I'm good. There's plenty gonna, more. You should totally videotape that. <laughs> you tell you what, text me oh, later. Here we go. <laughs> we'll here we go. We got stuff. What else are we talking? Like, how did we get here? I don't even remember. We were talking about Batfleck. Okay, we got to get. We got to go to what you have been watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was going to say one thing that there. I just want to get your quick thoughts on this. Okay, yes. I'm sure you must know about this, and I think okay. I know where you're going to go. But uh, trying to get back on course. There is an Exorcist reboot coming out in 2021. What are your feelings on this? Is this the first right. you're hearing of it? Yes, it is. Okay. 
Um, I would say the following. Number one, The Exorcist, I don't exactly, I, I don't know if it's going to fly today because less people are religious. Mm-hmm. Exorcist was only scary because so much of America were religious. Now that's not the case. And people are going to be like, what's so scary about this? I don't know if it's going to translate anymore. They're going to be like, okay, I don't believe that that stuff happens anyway. That's true. I mean, this was all pre-PMRC, backwards masking and all that kind of stuff. But there was that very, very built-in fear of the devil. Bingo. That is gone now. Lots of evangelists on TV. Bingo. You're hitting it. 700 Club. Yes. Yes. Bingo. And it was like, ooh, you watch this movie, you're going to come back and hear it. No. Now it doesn't translate anymore. We're not scared of that sort of thing. So, I mean, dude, like when we were young, the preacher devil would never have been on TV. They wouldn't have played with that. They'd be like, oh, we're not going to put Satan on TV on the preacher. No way. We're not even going to begin to try and make him likable. Thank you. You, when we were young, this was unheard of. So now we're just not scared of it. Now, if they, they're going to, I don't think it's going to be good. You got it. You have more of a chance of doing a, another, another Nightmare on Elm Street reboot than to do a successful exorcist. Like we could walk in there, watch the exorcist leave and be like, yeah, it's just a person acting crazy on a bed. And I think it's going to be all CGI. Oh, Jesus. and it's going to do all of the, I, I have no idea. Maybe it's going to be awesome, but something tells me because it's a reboot, there's no original ideas in Hollywood anymore for some reason. And there's a cover of it, or excuse me, like a poster for it. And you know how like she did the backwards spider yes. thing. So Ooh, it's that it's good. basically that, but it's not, you know, it's like a new version of it. And I'm just thinking that it's going to uh, be really There's just sometimes like, why? Why do you need to do this? Yeah, do something. And here's the thing. Like, what we know is, you're right, it's going to be CGI. Why? Because when they did do it a, a normal way, you hurt the actress. Yeah, you can't just yank people's backs back and forth to make it real. So, yeah, you're going to have to probably use CGI or a stunt double. Now, you could do what Quentin Tarantino did. And say, why don't I just cast my stunt worker as one of the actresses so that this is the actress doing this stuff? Right. If they cunt, if they, I said, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. There's a sound bite, ladies and gentlemen. I got it. (laughs) Oh, shit. That was good. Thank you, Steve. I want a year of anal insertion. Dude, this show, we have the best show in the world, Jay. I don't care what nobody says. We have the best show in the world. Um, but if they, why Steve, don't they- Steve, if yes. you had one request, anything in the world, you had a genie come up and you could rub the bottle and get anything you wanted, any wish, what would it be? I want a year of anal insertion. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a ringtone. You know what? New Patreon tone. <laughs> Could you imagine you're sitting in church and you forget to oh, put mute? Oh, Jesus, dude. You forget to mute your phone. Oh, my God. Especially and when if- Jesus returned, no one could believe that he wasn't a zombie. No, no, no. <laughs> he was back to save the world in the name of the Lord. And it was a beautiful moment. I want a year of anal <laughs> I do, too, but we don't talk about that in church, especially this one. Gee, what about freaking homeboy, bro? These days, you're going to have to really be specific. There's we'll so talk much about it on a Patreon, but we got to talk about Jerry Falwell, G. Oh, yeah. 
dude, that story gets crazier and crazier as time goes on. Always like cuck, cuck, mo muck, banana, salmon, fo fuck. And not only that, but now his wife has been giving BJs to players. Oh, this is news to me, bro. <laughs> the uh, people from the sports team will be like, "Yeah, she used to do that to us." You know what? Whatever comes out of this show today, Steve, no matter what, no matter what gold we're about to do, maybe we'll flop. But no matter what happens with this show, I have you saying cunt. <laughs> the funny thing is, as soon. Remember my, you remember my story with that. I used to just throw it around. Really? Yeah. I didn't know it was a bad word till I was. Oh, you Billy Butcher now? Like I was at work and said it in a group of women. Oh. We, I told the story already. I, like, I, I just kind of remembered that. Yeah. And you I don't just, forget stuff like that. I was like, hey, such and such is such a boom. I said <laughs> it. And all the women were like, Steve. I was like, what? She's like, you don't even. I mean, they were like stunned, bro. I've never seen stunned faces. I wonder why. They were like, I, I can't believe you. I was like, what? She's like, that's a bad word. I'm like, no, it's not. It's and not a bad word. I was and like, by no, the way, I want a year of anal insertion. <laughs> <laughs> but how would you know unless you have been told that that is a, because like I was watching so many English shows and I was <laughs> oh, like, oh, God. you could just, yeah, you could just say it. It's like a normal word, but they're like, no, the people actually do say it here. And it's terrible. Yeah, now, Bucks told me that. Oh, do they say? Do they I remember say when uh, I remember when the boys came out. I'm like, hey, Bucks. So do they just throw that word around like you know, like they do on the show? He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so you hey, don't. Dude, by the way, okay. real quick, speaking of Bucks, guess what he talked me into? And I'm going to start tomorrow. What? DDP yoga. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? I got the program. I just got a, a yoga mat from Amazon. Shut up, dude. I love that. I'm doing it. You're about I'm to doing be enlightened, it. bro. Next week, tantric sex. Is that real? I don't know. I've researched it. You need to ask Sting. She, he said seven hours. First of all, there's no way I'd want to go for seven hours. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think a woman would want that for seven hours. I think it would hurt. One would think. I know with your boy it would. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> God damn it, Steve. <laughs> All right, anyway, what have you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, well, listen. Dude, you're right. This feels different than the last episode. Right? This is what I'm saying. No, you're There's totally reasons. Right, There's reason. You just have to trust me, bro. You have to trust me on this. You, you know you, I'm not going to ever represent us in a bad way. Yeah, you have, a, you have a total and utter gift. Oh, speaking of gifts, last thing I'm going to ask. Have you been editing or no? Uh, yeah, I just got finished doing it. Are you talking about for other people? Yes. Yeah, I just finished doing an interview with oh. um, with uh, the show is called the, that's that Bloody Beaver podcast. The one's all about westerns and stuff. Is or western is? is that what it's about? That's right. You wanted to do the period joke. I forgot. Yes. Um, <laughs> no. No. There's something to that though, because I thought the same thing. I'm like, what? Like, whoa. What am I? <laughs> what am I about to start editing? But no, it's uh, it has to do with like beaver traders, like the pelts. Oh, cool. oh that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like back in the day, and then it's all about like just a brother, uh, you know, right? I believe so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He's from Texas. <laughs> oh. So it's like, it's, sorry. I, I'm, <laughs> no, it's he's I a nice guy, man. Sorry. He's a nice guy. I like him. But um, yeah, I just, he, okay, so he did an interview. Do you know who William Sanderson is? No. I bet you do. Remember the Bob look, Newhart show? Let me look at Billy Sanderson. 
He was on Deadwood. Oh, I'm already there then. Anderson. Character actor. He was on the Bob Newhart show. Do you remember that? Uh, how you doing? My, my name's Daryl. Yep, I know who Darryl. William Sanderson is. Yep. Yeah, sure he's Daryl. So yep. anyway, this guy's pretty old now. And um, he's been in everything, bro. Yeah. So Josh, the host of the show, was asking me if he if I could do something with this because he's still figuring shit out with podcasting. And I was like, yeah, dude, here, you should try us, you know, try uh, Zencaster or something like that. Trying to give him the whole it's free for, you know, seven days and blah, blah, blah. But he's like, yeah, this dude's he's like, I'm not that savvy. And like this dude's pretty old. So, you know, I, I don't know if he can do that. So and he ended up getting like a some kind of Google call or something like that. So I anyway, I cleaned up that show for him. Was it a good was it a good uh, interview? Was the guy yeah. really into it? That's good. Dude, I love yeah, actors really, that are know, like, I, I'm into it. He was into it and it was um it was kind of adorable at the same time because he was um you could tell that podcasting is like a new thing for him. And he was kind of intimidated. Oh because you know, because it's a new it's a new format and he he was a little intimidated. But he did, he was very interesting, you know. I love listening to older people kind of ramble a little bit, you know, and I tell their stories. It. Well, sir, you know, there's, uh, uh, when, I, when I went to the uh, audition, there was five of us there, and uh, Johnny Cash was there for some reason, and uh, we also, uh, Elvis was there, and, uh, well, sir, I was just a little bit intimidated. I love that. So, so I, once I was, I was said, <clears throat> once all was said and done, I, I got my chance to audition, and I was awfully surprised to find out that they, they wanted me to pull out my twig and berries. Do something to get the part, and needless, needless to say, that's why I was in Star Wars. <laughs> Twig and berries. That is a very old saying. I brought out my bits and pieces. <laughs> is that how old he talks? No, I'm just. I'm just oh, kidding. I was about to say, I was like, he. I mean, he definitely was... sounds like an aged man, but no, not that. Dude, he's been in ever, so many things that I've seen, dude. I just didn't know yeah. his name was William Sanderson. Yeah, he's one of those guys that you see in everything and you just never put it together. You know what's funny? Character actors can't accidentally become super... Like uh, Steve Buscemi, he just explode. Like, he was a normal character actor that everybody just recognized. And now he's a star. I think Sandler helped him out with that. You think so? I think so. Didn't hurt that he was in Reservoir Dogs, too. Fargo. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. Fargo. Fargo was huge, dude. That's a great... still an amazing movie. That's still in him. But yeah, I mean, and even William H. Macy. He's like a character actor that became a star. So Williams, I think William Sanderson is a star. If I saw him on the street, I would stop him. Hey. I wouldn't know his name. He'd be like, you were running, you were, you were running at me awfully fast, like butter dripping off of an English muffin. You're one of them fast coloreds. You're Y'all well, are, your bone structure is well, good. You, though, re- right? you, you really are well spoken. <laughs> that's, geez, that's a great uh, get. The fact that he got William Sanderson, that's a crazy get. Yeah. You know, and I never even asked him to. I, I, I like this guy. We have uh, every, all of our conversations are through email. But we're oh. starting to become like friendly with each other. So I'm, def- I'm definitely going to ask him that. But is he is he uh, what makes you think he's brother? Well, one of the shows he said, stay black. Yeah. And quite honestly, he sounds like a brother when he talks. There it is. That's the secret. He's got that the tone. Right there is it's Dave the tone. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I can. I can listen to a podcast and be like, oh, they got a sister on the podcast with nothing changing. Really? I just be like, I know the tone. 
For sure that's a sister. You know who got me and I did not know he was black? Who? Do you know who Kofi Outlaw is? I've never heard of that. He's from Kofi uh, Outlaw. That is, yeah, is that a, he was formerly of Screen Rant and they used to have a podcast. Who Screen Rant right now is not feeling the business today. No, no. But this is like the original Screen Rant. The, the main guys, uh, they used to have a show. And it was good. I, I was Kofi good, Outlaw. Kofi Outlaw. I had no I like idea. And then one day he started saying black jokes. I'm like, listen to this motherfucker taking it to the next level. And then I realized I found out he was black. I had no idea. That I did not. I, I is that that's not his real name. What are you going to name him, Mister Mrs. Outlaw? I don't know, Kofi. Kofi. No, I, I imagine Kofi is his real name. I don't know that's about the Outlaw That's a really cool name, dude. Kofi Outlaw is dope. I like it. It's good. He's a he's a writer. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, he's a writer. I, I'm a hundred. I normally bat a hundred being able to tell who's what. So do I. He got me. Um, I'm trying to think of who have I ever been fooled. I think Malcolm Gladwell shocked me. But Who's he's that? mixed. Uh, he's the dude that wrote like Outliers, and um, he has the podcast with Rick Rubin. Oh, okay, not familiar. Yeah, he kind of got me. But other than that, I normally bat a hundred. Oh, that would be a great game. Oh, that would be good to play me someone. <laughs> Guess the race. Oh, that's... F- See, we'd have to call it... We'd have to probably interlope it with who this. Chinese or nah? That's what I would call it. <laughs> we, I would say Hispanic or not for you. Because I don't think you'd be able to get it. I think I fool people when I talk. Well, yeah, dude. Yeah. I've heard that so many times in my life. You don't sound Mexican. I'm like... People say that? Yeah. I'm like, what am I supposed to do exactly to convince you? Do you want me to, like, you know, you, you don't act Mexican. Do you want me to sleep under a cactus? You know? I ima- <laughs> like, I, yeah, do you want I, me to have a, a poncho and a half empty bottle of uh, tequila with me? Like, what are you, what are you going for? I think for they here? want you to sound Mezcal? like hom- homeboy from Machete. You're going to go, oh, I will, I will. <laughs> what do you mean I don't sound Mexican? <laughs> Does anyone in your family sound what you would call t- my like immediate what family they no. would call it? No, there's a certain. I mean, there's, there's a certain cadence. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, like there's a certain cadence the way black people talk. There's a certain cadence the yes. way Mexican people talk, particularly like California Mexicans. They have a thing. Yes, they do. You know yes, what I mean? So yes, they do. And yes, I don't know. Do. I don't know where it comes from, but it's there. But I don't. I don't sound like that. You were never around that. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. It would be like if a white dude grew up in a black neighborhood and he and he sounded black when he talked. Just naturally. Just naturally. It's not like not he's trying. trying. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's just a product like of, of my environment. What was that? What was that movie we saw? What's do? What was that movie, dude? Where the white dude was the dangerous one. They're like oh, he, blind spotting. Yeah, where he's like, they are scared of me when you're the dude. <laughs> Everyone should be scared. Of. Yeah, the one with David Diggs. I forget that, that guy. I forget that guy's name though. The other one, I don't know what his name was. I, uh, Raphael something. Rocky I do need. Out. I really do need to watch. Uh, speaking of Dev, David, I need to watch Hamilton. Jesus Christ! You still haven't seen Hamilton? I haven't watched Hamilton, dude. And my mommy was even. My mom was like, "Hey, you know what's funny? You would really, really, really like this, especially a song called." Um, uh, it's not. It's one word, and the women do it. Insatiable, satisfied. Yeah, she that's said, probably one of the strongest songs. That's definitely one of the strongest songs on the whole. And thing. I told mom, I was like, you know, from the outside, they only talk about um, my shot. She said, really? My shot's weak. Yeah, they're like, but that's the one that everyone talks about. And she said, insatiable 
or satisfied is the satisfied. one everyone should be taught. I was like, really? My mom was like, that's the one. But they, no one talks. When you, when you hear Hamilton, no one talks about satisfied. I'll be real. There was a time just a matter of weeks ago where that shit was just in constant rotation while driving. Really? Yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm sold. What can I say? I'm I over it now. It. It's weird for you to be like, I want to think about watching Hamilton because I'm like over it now, kind of. I need but to. I need to watch. We've it. probably I, watched it like I, I, total in the household at least ten times. And remember, Questlove did a remix album. I did not. And Busta Rhymes wrapped over one of them. Huh. I mean, it's it's definitely like a national phenomenon, dude. Like, I don't know it why is. you haven't. I think you do this shit on purpose. I think I kind of do too. I when think I you're see like a hipster. Popular, I'm like, eh. yeah. Here's another thing. I'm willing to bet at all that you have not seen the Batman trailer. I have not. No, dude. <laughs> can I, can I ask you right now just to watch it real quick, please? And then we'll just, we'll hit pause. I just want to know what you think. Okay. All right. Ready? Okay. We'll be right I'll back. I'll call you right back. No, just stay on here. Oh, okay. oh, you have to use your phone. That's right. Yes. See, weird podcaster. Okay. Uh, or you know what? I don't have to use my phone. That is not true. I could use my iPad. Oh, ooh, Mr. Technology. Is it Robert? Are we calling him Robert Battenson? Uh, you know, why not? We did Batflake. Hey, I got an idea. Yes. Let's do a live reaction. All right. Tell me when you're starting. All right, we're back. So we decided that what we're going to do, since Steve is stubborn and never watches any kind of trailer, we got him to watch the Batman trailer. This is going to be a live reaction thing. Now, you as black guys, you like doing them live reaction hey, things, right? <laughs> well, here's the thing. We're, we've decided also between the two of us, we're going to call him Robert Battenson. Robert Battenson. I think that that is already taken, but sure. Are you sure? Uh, come on, dude. That's low-hanging fruit. What about Bobbert? Ba- no, never mind. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Live Three, reaction. Steve two, Hudson. Two, one, play. All right. I hear scotch tape. More scotch oh, tape. Let's probably not scotch, thing. but... You know. Uh, it seems. All right. Told you. Oh, it's Duckata. Yeah. Come on. Be like, I'm hearing Elmer's glue squirting. <laughs> Listen to that. From your secret hook. friend. Never heard that song. Nirvana, man. Come on. Oh, sniff. Jeffrey Wright. Now remember, sir, you're on a podcast. Game, just me and you. That I got to talk on, you mean? Any of this well, I mean, mean anything help to you? I've been wanting Jeffrey Wright to be on the- Oh, look at Bobber Pattinson. <laughs> oh, who's... Uh, okay, I know he's probably someone I should know. You're becoming quite celebrity. You're on your own journey. Okay, I love this. He's on the motorcycle. Oh, look at Robert. Look at Bruce. What do you think of Bruce? Okay, so far, I like it. Oh, snap. Watch this shit. Who's the Catwoman, though? If you are just... Zoe. Oh, wait. Please do not lie. Get ready, bro. I love Catwoman so far. Do with the duct tape? That's the Riddler, bro. Wait, he knows how to squab? I'm vengeance. Ooh. Oh, he's vengeance, dude. He's vengeance. 
Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I love live reactions. Oh, wait a minute. The Man Bat. We'll work on your live commenting, but now that you've seen it, thoughts. All right. So here's what I'll say. Number one, I will say that trailer is dope. Mm-hmm. I and that's only, they said they only filmed 25% of the movie. No CGI. COVID. That's all they had. Like that's all they've done because of the shutdown. I will say this also. It could be really good. Or we could have, it could be bad because who, who's playing the Riddler? Oh, his name is, I want to say it's Paul Dano. Oh, dude from, um, there will be blood. And also from, um, the beetle, the Escape beach boys, Dan or whatever. And the beach boys movie. No. Yes. Uh huh. He played Brian. That Wilson. was really yes. good. Actually. That's him. Um, okay. <laughs> and Colin Farrell's in it too, as uh cobble pot. I don't even know what that is. The penguin. He's as the penguin? Yeah. Uh, what we're watching or what we're going to be watching is basically it's year two Batman. Yeah. And they haven't like the Catwoman hasn't technically become Catwoman yet. The Joker hasn't become, excuse me, not the Joker. Uh, the Riddler hasn't become the Riddler yet. This is just all of their like before they took their final the origin form stories. Kind of their origin stories more or less. Well, yeah. then in that case, I would recommend once the thing is over, the shutdown, they should probably film back to back. Because now you're pushing it to 2021. That means the next Batman is going to be like 2023. Who says they're going to do another one? It might just be this one. It's separate from the current DC universe. I am so tired of that, G. I think that this would be really good to mix with Joaquin's character. I heard that idea, but Joaquin's done. Yeah. No, it's not going to happen. But I'm yeah, just saying. It's, I think it's a that good that, idea, though. I'm thinking that this trailer, by the looks of it, this movie, by the looks of it, by the trailer is what I'm trying to say, is it fits more with that universe than, say, you know, the flashy CGI swinging from lightning bolts, Wonder Woman stuff. I think this is dark and raw and it looks dope. I think it's going to be dope. I, I, I think um, like someone, everyone says wonderfully, it's not Batman that's hard to get. A good Batman is easy to find. It's finding the right Bruce Wayne. That's the character. You mark my words, Hudson. Pattinson is going to fucking knock it out of the park. I have nothing but respect for this guy now. Yes, 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 Lighthouse, I know. But still, he's got so many other good movies, dude. And people that are just like painting him in that weird, you know, shiny vampire corner are they're well, way Well, he kind of did stuff. that. No, he just made movies. Yeah, he people... made a shiny vampire movie, which was popular, and he made more of them. Bro, so he did that. I would be a shiny vampire if they're going to pay me that kind of money. But exactly, but you can't be like, why are they paying? Because you did famous movies that are a shiny vampire movie. I'm just That's saying they, there are there's a certain group of people that like to sort of just look at that versus his other work. I now I totally get that. Now, however, I will say this: I am not as sold as, of him nailing. Bruce Wayne as you are. I think that I he's going to be a good Batman. Every, uh-huh. I don't think he's going to be as good as, I don't think he's going to be, he might be in the top, like right in the middle of Keaton and Bale. I'm going to call but, it right now. He's going to be better than Bale. He's not going to be. Yeah, okay. Uh, 
I'm not the biggest Christopher Nolan person, though. <gasps> I know, but no, no, I'm no. Not. That's to, mind you. Here's uh, can I, I also could give, not? I could give a fuck about Tenet to be quite that's honest a, with you. Can I can I call it right now? Tenet yeah. is going to be trash. It's going to suck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it right now. I hope it does, just because of all of the Nolan freaks out there. Like, I don't want to be a dick about it, but it's just like. People swing from the the sack of Nolan so hardcore. Dude. And I'll be honest with you, uh, Inception. That's cool. It's fucking confusing as shit. You know, I, I love Inception. Gonna, I, I think. Hey, listen, it's a good movie. I'm not saying he makes trash movies. I'm just saying it's not my thing. Totally. And I I don't think Tenet's going to be. And so I'm calling that. But I will say this. But Pattinson's in that one too. So Pattinson, maybe. I will say this. I don't think any, and it's not fair because technically, I think, um, unfortunately, Michael Keaton was such a natural, he almost just played himself and it just happened to fall in line with what Bruce Wayne was. Like he created a Bruce Wayne that is, even my when my, my son watched part of Batman, he's like, that is way better than I thought it was going to be. Like he, th- cause he saw 1987 eight, no, or 1988. He's like, right. this is going to be trash. And he's like, Oh my God. He was like, that Joker could work today. Totally. He, said, he, he thought Jack Nicholson, G said that can work today. Cause he thought he's like, um, there is no method to his madness. He's just crazy. I was like, yeah, that's what Jack did. He's like, I'm just an insane person who wants to burn the world down. He went with more of the the clown prince, you know, yes. flashy, actual jokery from the the way he looked and everything. Like more of and a comic. And also type. on a backdrop of Prince songs, worked yeah. perfectly for this weirdo. But I would say the Bruce Wayne that Michael Keaton created was so good. But then I thought Christian Bale on the on the backdrop of oh he's not gonna beat. I was like he makes a great. My, he makes a great Bruce Wayne. I didn't like his Batman because I'm like, eh, it's fine. I don't think, I think, uh, I think, and let's go Ben Affleck. I think he's going to be above Affleck below Christian Bell. That's where Pattinson's going to, as far as Bruce Wayne's. Maybe. Batman's, I think he might, uh, with what I saw. His Batman might be one of the best Batmans. I'm talking about Batman. Like, the character Batman. The character in the suit, he's going to be yes, one of the best. Exactly. Bruce Wayne, he's going to be fairly low because he doesn't look, he doesn't have just the, just the swag. So what I've seen, he doesn't have the swag. We'll see. I, I don't know, man. I, uh, we'll see. I though. think you're, I think it's fair to say what you just said. And I do believe that he is going to be one of the better Batman characters, but, um, or, you know, actual Batman, but, uh, we'll see. I don't know. I like the look. I like that. He's younger. I like that. It's going to be more of a, like a detective types, you know, situation versus meeting up with Superman or some shit like that. I will say this. I'm about, if Zack Snyder wasn't such a douche, I would have loved to see what he would have done with Batman. Hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't hate on Batman from the D- matter of fact, I think he's one of the better parts of the DC universe. For sure, dude. I thought I thought that um like when I heard that uh Ben Affleck was thinking about writing and directing a Batman, I was I would be in. down. I would be because the way he, everything he's done has been great. Like if he did that with a tone of like say the town or something. Dude. Dude. That'd be a movie. 
That would be a movie. <laughs> he would know how to shoot it. He yeah. would know how to do this thing without all the silliness. I just think that, you know, I, I get why Ben Affleck was like, you know what? No, I'm cool. I'll do this one more shot for you and I'm done. I think Ben Affleck would have made an amazing Batman movie. You know, we missed out. I don't know. I imagine you did because you just don't watch this kind of stuff. But you missed out on the Suicide Squad, James Gunn kind of sneak peek. I did. They had DC fandom the other week. Let's see. This is what happens when we don't record. It's my bad. It's my fault, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now. But yeah, you missed out on that. That looks fucking good, dude. What's like James Gunn? That's a yeah. solid, solid cast. So where's Will Smith? He's not in it. I know, but do we know why? I don't know. I mean, Margot Robbie's in it. So who else was no. in it from? Amanda Waller. Um, I'm just going off the top of my head right now. I'm, you so, know, I don't really talk. So his character is not even being rebooted. It's gone. Well, I don't know if he's gone, but maybe he's just not in this movie. It's a different Suicide Squad. Okay, cool. All right, cool. All right. And it looks good, dude. I'm telling you, it looks really, really fun. Well, James Gunn doesn't miss, dude. I haven't even seen the second um, Guardians of the Galaxy. And my, my son keeps on being like, dude, you have got to see the second one. I like the first one better. Everyone seems to love the second one better. Yeah, they're a bunch of fuck. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just playing around. Like what? What did? Like what? What do you think it is about this? It's just to just to brace me. But like people like it better because of this. Just be ready. That's why. Mm, you talking about the second one? Yes. Oh, I'm sure ego. The planet had something to do with it. I've never. Oh, I never. Okay. Oh, well, it's Kurt Russell. Oh, so you got Kurt Russell in the movie. Why, Come on. You, of course, it's gonna be. Better than I, it's I Kurt. like the first one. I like oh, the first okay. one better, but that's yeah. just me. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. Nothing. Just sit around making opinions no. and shit. Uh, time out. You also edit podcasts. You're a superstar editor. That's a big thing. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Thanks, man. I forgot about you, that. I appreciate you, that. You're you're no, you're welcome. Uh, what uh, what other things did I miss? Um, I don't know. Let's talk about the stuff that we didn't miss, though, because we Go do have it. quite a bit of it. Now, there are some things that we have watched, not together, but we have watched it. I want to know what your opinion of Lovecraft Country is before we go any further. Oh, Dan. <laughs> oh, Dan. I see what you're doing. What? What am I doing? Okay. I'm going to say this. We're going to separate this into two episodes. Oh, Jesus. Okay. And I'm mad. I'm mad that I agree with people that I don't want to agree with. Okay. Um, the first episode of Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country was incroyable. Dude, it was insane. I didn't see it going where, where like when certain things happen, you're like, oh, this is a horror movie. <laughs> okay. Well, we're here now. Cool. Like, that last 20 minutes. Dude. I did not see that shit coming whatsoever. At all, was, bro. Yeah. yeah. At all. And then let me tell you about uh, Journey Smollett or whatever her name is. Oh, gee, listen. No, I'm I'm listening. You listen. So. <laughs> That's wow. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Sorry, didn't mean to distract you. Listen. Okay, she's one of those that is. She has this thing about her oh, that yeah. is just like wow. She's she's apparently the smart Smollett because <laughs> her brother is off the chain. Who's her brother? Uh, uh, the other guy that quote unquote faked the kidnap beating or whatever. <gasps> That's her. Bro- oh, I didn't even put them together. <laughs> oh, wow. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. Okay. All right. I knew the name. Like she's new to me. I know she was in, uh, in, um, the Harley Quinn movie, but she's kind of new to me. Oh dude. She was. And I didn't even really wreck. 
I didn't even really put two and two together until after the fact, but I'm watching uh, Lovecraft Country and I'm like, Lord, this is going to be a great season. This is going to be a really good season. And then I will say this. The second episode happened. I don't Uh, even know what I watched. You're right. Um, Question for you. Yes. Do you know the title of the second episode? It's kind of topical. I did not. It's called Whitey's on the Moon. Dude, you know what's funny? When When I heard that, I said, what are the chances that I just got introduced to this and it plays? That's how the universe works, man. It's so weird. I was like, I wouldn't have known what this, this freaking song. And as soon as it started, I was like, you have got to be kidding. Is this Whitey's on the moon? <laughs> and sure enough, I was like, thank goodness Dan let me hear this so that I wasn't in the like lost. I, I was like, this is so cool. And I thought if they're going somewhere with this show, I hope that the third episode is just like, don't worry. I get you're kind of lost from the last one. We just had to do that in order for you to understand the rest of this. Because if all of these episodes are weird like that, I'd be like, it started so dope. Well, okay. Take this with a grain of salt. But I have on good authority, this. there's a buddy of mine on Twitter that I talk to. And he we, we talk about screeners all the time because we constantly get screeners. And hey, what do yeah. you think of this? Because we can't talk about it with anybody else, yes. right? Yes, yes. And um, according to him, I hear that it just kind of, it falls apart. Oh, I, I have heard uh, inklings of that. And if it's anything like episode two, I'm sorry. I'm just going to be real with you. I, I did not like episode two. I'm just like, I can't get into this. It's cool. I see. I, it looks cool. You know what I mean? And, and I understand that they're telling us a little bit more about the, uh, what happens in the end of episode one. But it just felt like a completely different show at that point. Same with, yeah, I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, and if it's going to be a constant reset, then maybe it's going to be a situation where, I mean, it seems to be all telling the same, you know, like it's moving the story forward. But if it's resetting to the point where it's the style, like stylistically is what I'm saying. Yes, yes. I don't really know if I'm going to be able to get into it. And maybe it's just going to be one of those things where it's like hit or miss. Oh, I liked episode three, four, not so much. Seven was good, you know, like one of those kind of things. But the pilot episode of Lovecraft country versus the one that came out the next week, dude, I just wasn't feeling it. Dude, and my There's a lot is, of things I could be watching besides that, but I'm willing I, to, I haven't like written it off yet though. Neither have I, but I will, if, if the third episode is like the second, I'll just wait for it to, um, stack up. Mm-hmm. And if I feel like binging and I will one day, if I yeah. don't, I'm just going to clock because there's, it's like, I appreciate that they gave who, you know, these folks a shot to make a, an interesting Lovecraft country. But I would say instead of me hate watching it just to hate watch it and complain, I'd be like, you know what? Someone might like it. It's just not my thing. Yeah, totally. I'm not saying it's trash by any means. It's just I was expecting one thing from what they gave me off of episode one and episode episode two was like, well, that's that's not what you gave me last time. Like I have I can't think of the last time I saw a new show come out swinging that hard right from the get go. Neither have I. Right from the get go. Like if they're I was thinking if they're going to do this dream sequence all the way through the season, I'm fully in for this shit because seeing like Cthulhu and everything and, you know, the aliens, the the Martian princess and all of that, all of this old, uh, you know, from old old science fiction stories, Lovecraftian stuff. Exactly. I'm like, I'm here for this. This is what I want to see. I don't see anything else like this on TV right now. So I'm in. And then when it flipped and it started telling the story of why he's on this, you know, this trip and everything and introducing the different characters. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is super dope. And then it just took a right turn. And I have, I have no idea where we are now. These are the benefits of dropping Matt, like the Netflix model. 
where it's just like, you don't have time not to like the second episode because there's a third. Yeah, you gave me seven days to think about it. Yeah, exactly. You're like, here, go. And then by the end of it, you're kind of like, if you didn't like the first, fourth, sixth, and eighth, but you liked all the other ones, you're like, oh, it was a pretty good show. But if you didn't like all those and you had seven days to wait, you might not pick it back up. That's the Netflix model. I really wanted to talk about this one with you because I had a feeling like you, you, um, you don't really broadcast your feelings about things. Broadcast no. is a strong no. word. I'm saying, you know, you don't post your feelings about it. You don't tweet about a certain show. Rarely do you do that. And you were going off on episode one and then nothing. So I'm like, okay, Dude. I think I know where he's at with this. One. I was so like, what did I just, and I, and it's sad because it did come out swinging. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be so. But when I look and it's not Jordan, Jordan Peele's like producing it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. He just got his name in there for a little yes. bit of attention. Yes. He's not in there. Because I heard what I did hear was like, oh, but Twilight Zone is crazy. So I'm like, well, yeah, because he's more probably in. You can't do everything. You know, you can't do everything. Right. So, yeah, I, I'm just. We'll see the third tonight. And if tonight is not good. I'll be like, okay, I'm just going to let other people enjoy it. Yeah, I think I'm actually just not, I'm going to do what you originally said, and I'm just going to hold off, and then I'm just going to uh, like try and knock them all out. Because I think even a reset would be good. Like, start from the beginning. Did I miss something? Did I not? Was I just expecting one thing and got another, and that's why it turned me off? I'm not even saying it turned me off. It's just, I, I, was, I was liking the first direction, not this direction. But we'll see. Yeah. Third time's a charm, right? There were nothing, well, the thing is, the second, the second one had nothing of what I loved about the first one. It just it felt like a completely different show. Yeah. And even the things that were in the first one were like totally controlled the second time around. I was like, I don't want the, I don't want the, it's cool to show me how they're controlled, but then they're just gone. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, all right, well, we'll, I think, I think I just wanted a horror show. Yeah. Once you gave me the first episode. So now I ask the question, Steve, what do you give this? We're just going to go off of the first two episodes. What do you give Lovecraft Country? I give it a, the first one was a knock out the park. Second one, not so much. So I have to, I have to put it right down the middle at it. You're going to spoiler Steve this motherfucker right now? Yeah, I'll put a three. That's where I'm at. Yeah, three. Three's right in the middle. We had a great one. We had a not so great one. We just talked over each other. I apologize. Oh, no, I was just saying three out of five uh, vampire cops. Okay. All right. Spoilers for Steve over here. Wow. Oh, that's true, huh? I'm going to go ahead and give it, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it three out of five uh, melting police officers. Dude, that was, yeah, that was, yeah. That was I don't the, even know if, mel- I don't know if melting's the right term, but you know. It was. It was. Oh, it was. Um, okay. Okay, what's next? I want to talk about the stuff that we've both watched. So there was another one that I saw that you were raving about, and I said, you know what? This dude just doesn't do this that often. He's doing it again. Like, I don't know why, like when I jump off, cause I kind of laid low on Facebook for a little bit Yeah, for other reasons that I won't talk about, but like, it's weird how, when I go away, you pop in. I don't know if you do that shit on purpose, but it happens. Anyway, you're up there and you're talking about a movie that was super fun that you've said, and uh, we'll talk about that right now. And this movie is something that you have to get on VOD. It came out this year. It is a comedy slash horror clocking in at 97 minutes. And what I'm talking about is uncle Peckerhead. Oh, is it called uncle Peckerhead? Yeah. I thought it was just called Peckerhead. No, that's you. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. I got a million of them. Yes, it's Uncle Peckerhead, man. Dude. You were raving about this movie. First of all, okay, I'll say this. 
First of all, let's start with you. What do you think about this movie? Because right, I did I'm, the first. Okay, go. I'll give it. Uh, also, I'm going to explain what it's about. Kind of. I'm going to give you a quick little explanation of what we're talking about. So it says when a punk band scores their first tour, life on the road proves tough when they are joined by a man eating demon as a roadie. That's it. I don't think that they ever make that like, oh, spoilers. We shouldn't have said that. I think that's right out in the open. Um, I've been watching a lot of horror movies lately or horror genre movies. And I'm really gaining a new appreciation for them. And what I'm doing is like, it makes me now, honestly, like, you know, you can timestamp this one. It truly does make me want to go back and watch monster uh, project again, because I'm really starting to see like the, uh, the creativity of people and they may not always have the best budget for things, but it's more like, you know, did, did my, did I stick the landing with what I had? Yeah. And you're becoming this, a horrifi- a horrifile. You're starting to be like, I'll watch even bootsy yeah. horror movies because you're like, I appreciate the horror genre. Yeah, yeah. But like at the same time, there's still ones where I'm like, ah, that looks weak and I won't do that. So <laughs> but I'm becoming more of a horror fan than I have ever been. And yes, I think that yes. I have to owe that completely to you and Shudder for that matter. And also a lot of our friends and you know our peers that are doing all these podcasts and turning us on to all these different movies. I mean, Shanks is yeah. good about that too. Cause Shanks has not, not necessarily when, Hey Dan reached out and said, watch this, but he's, you know, he's actually given some pretty good recommendations about this, but uncle Peckerhead I thought was um, for a comedy horror type movie where it, it was one of those things where like, as soon as he started talking, I'm like, okay, all right, I'm going to have to sort of um, adjust my way of thinking and now I realize that this is truly like a comedy movie. There's, mm-hmm. there's definitely a lot of comedic stuff going on in this movie. But I'll tell you, without really giving anything away on this one, because we do have several to cover, I really enjoyed the shit out of this movie. I thought it was so fucking fun. And like even Gail liked it. She's my gauge. Like she would not tolerate something like a Monster Project. She watched yeah. it. She hated it. And there's other ones where she's like, I just can't do this. It's not for me. I think this one had the perfect amount of humor and gore and heart for that matter. Like, I just I, like these characters were genuinely likable and uh, he was genuinely likable. Like I was rooting for him. You know what I mean? I want to see how he controlled himself mm-hmm. and how that was going to go. Yes, I'm being vague. And I wanted to see how they interacted with him and how they made that work for them on that particular on that tour. Um, I liked that dude that they stayed with that one time that was like the good looking guy. Yeah, and was, dude. And the sounds he was making on that one. In that Holy one cow, that was so funny. <laughs> I had some funny shit. Um, yeah, I just, it's that kind of humor that gets me. And when you can, can combine it with horror, I'm going to talk about a couple of combo horror movies, but um, when you can combine comedy with horror and make it work like that, and you know what you're watching, you know that the movie's very aware of itself and it, it's doing exactly what it wants to do. Uh, I, I really, really think they kind of knocked it out of the park on this one. I loved it. And what's even better is the very end where I'm like, "Uh oh, sequel, sequel time. I think Listen. that they could totally make this a sequel. Like they could make this a franchise if they wanted to. Maybe not yes. like a huge franchise, but I could get at least another two Uncle Peckerhead movies. And oh, be for sure. For sure. So I really, really enjoyed it. How about you? What's your rating? Oh, you're going to go there already, huh? Um. There's going to be some ratings this time around where it's like for what it is. I don't know if that's like a cop out. But no, it's not. It is not at all. Not okay, at good. All. Because there's a big one that's going to be coming up and, that, and it's definitely the biggest for what it is type moment. But for what Uncle Peckerhead is, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a, sol- a very solid four out of five. Really Love enjoyed that. it. Love that. Okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. A four out of five what? Oh, sorry. Um, I'll give it four out of five fecal showers. There we go. I like that. Um. I will say this. When I started watching this movie, 
I, so it starts going and I'm like, I'm in. But the thing is, in my brain, I was like, I know how this movie goes. I know yes, how it goes. Of course. You, you know, they're, they, they, they do this. They hate each other. Uh, one of them gets in trouble. Something saves them realizing how dope this thing is. And they all come together. So, yeah, I was totally wrong. I was like, <laughs> dude, they totally, you don't know how it's going to end, but you're like, okay, that, the fact that they said, yeah, we know what you think. We know you've seen this sort of movie before and you know how it's supposed to go. And so we're going to do something different. And I was like, oh, this is adorable. And so by the end of the movie, if you would have showed me the end of the movie first, I would not have been able to believe where it begins. Right. That's a good way I would have been like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> like, uh, it makes you fall in love with this character. Really? Do- it really does. There's something charming about him. Very charming. And I don't want to take away from what you're saying, but can you agree with me that when he first starts talking, the very first introduction of him, it, it's kind of like anybody's guess how this movie's going to go. Oh, because I know a him. I've, oh. <laughs> I've actually met a guy that talks like that. And I don't know what he believes. I Maybe he's left. Maybe I don't know. But he's funny sometimes. So I was like, ah, yeah, I know that guy. And when he, uh, when he explains his condition, I'm like, oh, come on. Give him a, sh- give him a freaking break. Dude, what a movie. The, the fact that this movie makes you feel for this person by itself it's an act of artistry and let me also say the other side characters one of the the dude is adorable yeah i'm <laughs> I like forgot oh, his name but he oh was great. he's the best i'm like i love him the other girl i i think we all know a person that resembles that that is just nothing is impressive i'm like oh i know that person. contrary to everything everything but like hey do you want to do this i guess if you want to there's a better restaurant across the- I'm like of course there is yeah of course there is where but do the main, you want the go? main uh, girl though she's the good. bass player I thought she was great, dude. I thought she was fantastic. She was fan. She's, I think she's a great stand in for us. Where she's the one being like, are, is everyone seeing the same thing I'm seeing? Yeah. 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 I like that. No, but then I broke from her. <laughs> I started looking at her being like, you're annoying. You're the one that's causing all the trouble. Thank you. And so by the end of the movie, I sat there and I was like, oh my God, what this director did. What a good job that was. And man, that last scene, brother. I said, if that's not the creepiest visual right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. I said, that is a fant. Because I thought, here's what they're going to do. They're going to have a visual and we're going to see a certain thing. And they didn't do that. Yeah, I thought shit was going to go down. For sure. And I, I so I'm going to say, Uncle Peckerhead gets four out of five moaning Jesuses. That's kind of what he looked like. <laughs> Moaning Jesus. I like that. That was as so soon great. as he opened the door, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like I was trying to put myself into her shoes and being Dude. like, what like what would I what would I do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude. If that was her, how would I be reacting to this? Oh, and that window scene right there when she looked out the window? Yeah, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Anyway. It's it's really, Fantastic. really good. Uh, by the way, it was written and also directed by Matthew John Lawrence. So props to him for coming up props, with a really, really dude. fun movie. This is a VOD movie. I can't remember what I rented it for. I want to say maybe, I don't know, maybe six ninety nine or something like that. It yeah, is a rental. Totally worth it. 
totally worth your time. Check it out. You can get it on Prime. You can get it on iTunes, wherever. Oh, check it out. I just saw it right now. Rent for $3.99 on Prime Video right now. It's over. And so, because support the, this director, yes, support. I'm very eager to see, because if enough people get it, I think he will do, I think this person will do a, a, um, a sequel because it's wide open. It's wide open, dude. He so better. Good. It's a missed opportunity if he doesn't. It's so good. It's so good. So that's Uncle Peckerhead. What else you got? Uncle Peckerhead. All right. Now I think we're getting into territory where you haven't seen a lot of this stuff. So I might lightning around some of this. Okay. All right. Um, it's not fair to go too deep into this right now, but I can officially talk about it. I have seen all eight episodes of The Boys. I've watched this series three times now. The season, rather. Three times now. If that tells you anything. Um, you will get zero spoilers from me because there's just, I, I cannot wait to hear the reactions from the season. Um, I think this is a better season than episode one. Oh, snap. I, I, and the reason I say that it, there's a lot of weird, shocking, you know, outrageous fucking diabolical stuff that was in season one, but it's that turned up. And what's better about it is, is I think that they give a lot more character building to the, the female superheroes and the mm-hmm. female stars, but like all the mains, they're really taking their time now to like, okay, we did character building in season one of these people. Now let's do it for these people and have the other ones take a step back. So now we're getting a, a lot more of um, Starlight. Uh, the new, dude, I know how you feel. I'm telling you right now, you guys aren't ready for Aya Cash. Like she's dope as shit in this. I don't know if you're going to be rooting for her, but she plays the character of Stormfront. And you guys should know that if you haven't seen, or excuse me, if you haven't read the comics, Stormfront in the comic is actually a man who has the same sort of strengths of Homelander and is also uh, affiliated with Nazis. So obviously she's not a man. There is some Nazi affiliation. And I don't think that that's really a, uh, since we already kind of saw it coming, I don't really think that's much of a spoiler, but they have changed her story completely to make it work for a female character. And I think what they do with it and how it ties in to the rest of the story is pretty fucking brilliant. I really liked it. Um, even butcher's wife has more story this time around. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of screen time with her and Homelander, but even like the female or, or, uh, Kimiko as they're calling her on this, her and Frenchie, she has a really big backstory on this one and we get to learn a lot more about her and we get to, you know, she's not just this, this mute violent person now, like you're seeing a personality. So they have done a lot of changing to the comic, but like I said, last season, I think that they have done it to where I have zero problem with it. When we watched Preacher, Steve and I had a lot of issues, I'll say, with the way that they took things and kind of changed them around. And yes, they ended up making a solid show, but we really had to do, we had to kind of convince ourselves. If I'm speaking for Steve, I think he would agree with me that. Dude, because we love. Yeah, we just loved it so much. And, you know, and I'll be the first to tell you that I don't love the boys as much as I love Preacher, but I love the boys. But I think that what they're doing with this is they just have, they have the best actors doing what they're supposed to be doing with this. And I just can't tell you like the outrageous shit that you're going to see. There's not a lot of outrageous stuff, but the, when they, when they really go for the holy shit, (laughs) it's fucking fantastic. It's, um, yeah, it's fucking diabolical. And I got to tell you right now, urban is just Carl urban, dude. Thank you, God. Thanks for giving us Carl (laughs) urban. You know what I'm saying? And I'm also going to say that dude, Homelander is the evil, most evil character in a really long time. Cause it's like the reason I find him so scary is that he can do really, really mean evil shit, evil shit with a smile on his face. And you never know. He's one of those people that you never know how they're going to react when you're around them. You never know what they're thinking. Are they going to attack you? Are they, you know what I mean? It's just, he's such an unpredictable character 
And um, yeah, it's amazing. They've there's a few people that come back in a weird way, kind oh, of nice. like they have some more minor characters that do some things in here. And then uh, when, in regards to how the show ended, there are some people returning and um, I just think that you guys are going to fucking love it. I really do. Like I'm going to be super surprised if you think this is a garbage season because it's so not, I have watched it three freaking times and I will watch it again when it comes out because it's just that good. So oh, nice. I am giving it the highest of fives, five out of five. And you know what? I'm going to keep it five out of five because all the shit that I want to like, uh, Ooh, you know, spoiler. I don't want to spoil anything. So this is a five out of five. It's fucking diabolical. September 4th. Get ready. Take the day off and just blast through all eight. Oh, you can't. That's right. They're dropping it. One You're, they're dropping time. three episodes all at once. And then after that, it's going to be every week. I'm going to wait to watch all of them. Um, I have to. I can't do this well, week to week thing, dude. Well, you won't have to do that. Let's just say that. But um, because I don't know how we're going to do a show dedicated to it until after it's all said and done. Exactly. That's the thing. So I don't know, man. I, I'm very curious. I mean, you've waited this long, so I guess you could you could wait. What is it? Seven weeks for everything. But that's uh, not a problem. It's really not. But holy shit, dude. I want to. And here shit. in my brain and I might be wrong. Whenever there's a character that is being portrayed that is very hard to transfer from a comic book onto screen. Mm -hmm. When they do this, the first season is a tell. Can they do it? And when Homeboy did Homelander, it was a tell. And normally the second season, since they figured out how to do it, they're in their bag in the second season. They'd be like, oh, well, now I know how to play this character. And that is very much the case. I am in my bag now because if that's what you want, now I know the character. Watch me do my thing now. I know this won't happen. I know it won't. But I'm going to be real when I say this. Anthony Starr deserves some kind of an Emmy for what he does with Homelander. Like, it's I think just, he deserved it in the first season. I think so, too. And I think so even more. Like, like you you learn some things in this one about it. You know what I mean? You kind of learn about him a little bit more. And you see a different side of him. You see several different sides of him. Everyone's acting a little bit differently in this one, actually. That's what's good about it. Like they're it's in like their it's, bag. They're in their bag. I'm not saying acting like literally acting. I'm saying like the characters, oh. they're all going through their own shit. Okay. So, you know, everyone's got a struggle going on. And, oh, I um, can't wait, dude. Oh, and our, there's also a character, which I won't say who, who has been mentioned. And uh, we get an appearance from that person, too. I, You know, it's funny. I um, When I think back on the first season, I don't think I've gotten chills. Like I got when he said, sit down, put those hands down (laughs) and he, he, then his eyes were all, I was like, Oh snap, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say anything else? Because I I wouldn't say anything. No, 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 no. This is actually for, I'm going to address you, Melissa, because you did bring up a question to me in private and yes, I could probably just message it to you, but uh, let's see. She asked me basically about the deep. Are we talking about Slaughterhouse? We're talking about Slaughterhouse 5. Okay. So she mentioned the Deep's character, and she did not like how things went down. She wasn't ready for the Deep. We don't know him as the Deep in the comic, but... but or what? No, it wasn't the Deep that did that in the comic, huh? It was that Finn guy. The guy that's fish. Yeah. No, I'm saying in the comic, it wasn't him that did that whole... That All thing. of them did. No, I know, but was he... he the Deep wasn't even in it, right? Because the Deep looked more like... that. Didn't he have the... Um, like the underwater armor thing. I have no I idea look what that up thing's now, called. Yeah. The diver suit or whatever. But anyway, yeah. she didn't like how shit went down with the deep in season one. And she had asked me, is there going to be some kind of like a redemption or, or are they going to address that? I will say that these things get addressed 
it's just not going to be in the way that I think you're expecting it to go. And I got to be honest with you, like, there's, I like what they did with this one because um, without giving you anything, I think that they're keeping the deep. They're keeping him kind of the same. Like, like he's still he's he's he struggling anything, really. Well, no, but I'm not. I'm just saying what we know about him so far is that he's kind of struggling with himself now. Like he's got a lot of like self love mm-hmm. issues and stuff like that, and that gets all that all gets addressed in the weirdest way. And there's this running gag. Like I'll just say this: I think that um, when they were looking for sponsors, Fresca stepped up because we have like this running gag of Fresca throughout the oh, show. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I'm going to say because I know I'm going to end up ruining something accidentally. But you guys are absolutely going to love season two of The Boys. In my opinion, it is better than season one. I can't wait. I really, I genuinely can't wait to just binge through it. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, I think I could probably just watch the three episodes because there's so much on that I probably couldn't sit for eight hours watching, binging it anyway. There's so much going on and there's so many other things on right now. So I would have to um, take my time. I'm going to tell you right now, you're wrong about that. You're going to be able to watch all eight. And I don't think that you're going to be able to, "Eh, I'll just walk away. So don't, don't even do so don't even do the three. Don't think. Nah, we'll talk about it afterwards, but I got you covered. All right, All right cool. All, All right. right. Uh, what else you got? Yeah. OK, so quickly, I want to thank Paul Hart for turning me on to probably one of my favorite shows of the year. It's uh, one of the coolest characters, one of the most lovable characters I think I've ever come across on television. What I'm talking about is a show that just came out. I think it came out. I think we're on episode five now. So it's been going on Apple TV for about five weeks. And I just got turned on to it again from Paul. It's called Ted Lasso. Do you know anything about the show? I do know something about. It. I mean, it's it, uh, it's it's a very s- small but vocal group advocating for this yes. show. Yeah, and I think it's just the it's the Apple TV thing that's keeping a lot of people from watching. Yes. If this was on Netflix. I think this would be huge. But what it is, it stars um, Jason Sudeikis as this American football coach by the name of Ted Lasso that gets recruited to head to the UK to manage a football team. They're a struggling London soccer club. And uh, they hate him. You know, it's one of those kind of things where they hate him. And the reason that they was that he was brought there is because of a crumbling marriage and spite. So like dual owners of the soccer club, one has a vision for it. The other one has another vision for it, but it's all spiteful. So why not get like the worst person possible to work with this team? Because we want it to go away. You know what I mean? We want it. We want to hurt feelings and stuff. And of course, it's like one of those. It's that formula where it's that one magical person that kind of starts to win everybody over. But it's the way that Jason Sudeikis does this, in my opinion. He he's just created the most lovable character ever. The things that he says, the way that he looks at life, um, the way that he like includes people that are normally invisible and the way that he just puts himself right out there. He's like, I I don't even know where I am. And this is all, you know, it's all, it's all new to me. I'm a fish out of water. And because of that, you guys are going to love me that much more. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful fucking show. I don't think I've ever liked Jason Sudeikis as much as I do in Ted Lasso. And I highly recommend Steve that you get off your ass and and activate Apple TV. It makes no sense why you don't have it. It really doesn't. Several things. I'm going to go now, but what's your, what's your score? You know, we're not all the way through, but I don't see this thing taking a nosedive. So I'm going to give it a, um, you know what? I'm going to give it a five out of five homemade cookies. I can't wait. I'm going to check it's it out. It's really, really good. They're 30 minute episodes. And I'm telling you, you're going to be able to just blast through these. Ted Lasso is like the most lovable character I've seen in a really long time. So yeah, I highly recommend that one. Okay. For a real quick, cause I, I watched about 12 documentaries this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're on a kick. I'm on a very big documentary kick. So I want to tell you about one real quick. Go it's called it. Arct- Arctic Sun Fulfilling the Dream. 
Okay. Uh, right up your alley, bro. Um, it's about a a uh, family. It's They are recording themselves, which could have gone terribly. They get dropped off in the middle of Atlanta's Arctic winter. Um, and they said, you know what? We're going to take our whole family and just build a cabin and stay here. This is like in the 19, early 1990s. Okay. And uh, they decide to bring a friend with them. And a plane drops them off. A friend is a pilot, which is very convenient. But a friend is a pilot. They drop them off with all the food and everything. And they just spend, they build, they put up a tent and they just start cutting down trees to build a cabin. And As they you have do. to, that's exactly. They have to do this before winter. They have to. Or you will freeze to death. Yeah, there's that whole death thing you got to worry about. They got a six-year-old boy with them that's out there with them. And so they are setting up the video camera, like taping themselves doing stuff. Um, And there are points where they run out of, almost run out of food and they're waiting for, because the the plane was supposed to be there in like March and now it's August and the plane hasn't gotten there. There's no way the plane could tell them it's not going to make it because there's no phone. They're just sitting around looking at their watch. Uh Uh-huh. Bingo. They're looking up at the sky. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, okay, well, this is our last of oatmeal. Um, so let's just hope for the best. Uh, and it's them. When I say building a cabin, I think in my brain, a cabin, bruh, what these folks put together, the Swiss family Robinson, it, no, they build a like house. (laughs) I said, how do you do? But like when you, but they're like, well, when you have to do it, you end up doing it. If you're going to do it, do it right. That's what they said. They're like, look, we're, we have to do it. So we have to figure out how to do it. And they build a legit house cabin. And they're like, okay. So now one thing that freaked me out was uh, they, they're like, oh, it's time to, we're, we're, it's Sunday. So it's time for shower day. Bro, they were all naked. Yeah. But one of the girls is just a friend. I think people are, um, well, there are, they're obviously like earthy people, you know, I'm yeah, just guessing because yeah, they're the like in the middle of nowhere building girlfriend. a fucking cabin. Yeah. But when you know, your husband is looking at her naked. Well, maybe they, uh, maybe they're cool with that. Th- that's what it is because the kid is washing one of the other girls, the grown women helping her wash her hair. Oh, Hey now what's going on there? <laughs> What's happening there? It's it's like they're earthy. Yeah. And it's it's a very weird thing, but it's like two hours and some change. And uh, what I love about the movie is at the end, it tells you up till now where everyone is since the movie. <laughs> it's adorable. Dude, one of them is like, was a clinical coordinator somewhere. And, uh, you know, and ended up, they go to the cabin. Well, I'm not going to tell you what happens. But uh, I will say that uh, uh, an issue with a grizzly bear happens. Cool. Which, yeah, you're going to, you're in Alaska and you have moose. Shit happens. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) And they were ready for, and I didn't realize how important running water was until they're like, "Uh, the water's freezing over. I'm like, so what? I'm like, oh, that's where you're getting your water. (laughs) Come on, Steve. (laughs) You you talking about wanting to move out of the country. What are you going to do? You're going to move into a four-star hotel? 
Then I was like, well, why don't you just boil it? And they're like, we have so much to do during the day that boiling water for, you know, normal stuff takes time out of that day. And our day is already. Now, what I didn't like was during like uh, Christmas, the kid got moccasins that she had sewn. <laughs> I was like, bro, if you don't take these moccasins up out of here. And Thanks, then he's like, Mom. he's like, look what else I got. His dad had built him a little toy plane. Okay, well, there's there's a bruh. <laughs> and All so materialistic she, and shit. Where's my Nintendo Switch? <laughs> well, the, and the kid was pumped, but she's like, "What I've noticed is, what I will say is, this kid blew through math all the way to like junior high." And she said, "Yeah, when you don't have TV and stuff, it's amazing what a kid could learn." I said, "Dang, he's not the smart, not not be hating, but he's not a whiz kid." <laughs> and he just blew through math. And he's like, yeah, next. Let's do that. And she's and, and so uh, you would love watching it. And I uh-huh. wouldn't be surprised if after you watched it, you wouldn't be like, you know what? <laughs> nah, no, I can assure you that's not the case. I won't go camping. What are you talking about? But I guarantee you'd be like, it's not a bad life. I would do it. I would. Do I like it. how you're trying to be all subtle about the kids. You're like, he is not a scholar. <laughs> he's Dude. um. This kid doesn't come in from the rain. You know what Bro, I mean? He's, he's that guy. a little bit, in, but and he's, it's. The like, other day, and, he walked ugh. inside the house with a pile of shit in his hand. He said, hey, dad, <laughs> look what I almost stepped in. He's that kind of kid. You know what I mean? And you know what the weird thing is? They brought a dog, like a half, like a, it looked like maybe a, a husky. Mm-hmm. And halfway through the movie, it, it, it took off with a wolf pack. Mm-hmm. Or did they eat that motherfucker? Nope. Took off with it. Dude, it's like you guys are. He's like you guys are dumb. That's what he was. He, they were like, first he left for two days and he'd come back, and he was a little bit standoffish. Then he'd leave for a week and he'd come back, and he was still kind of like, all right, just don't touch me, Jay. And then he just left. He's going to the pack, and they're like, yo, homie, why, why do you let them pet you? Exactly. Them? Why do you let them pet you behind the ears like that? You a little bitch. You're not, Brother, you not. I see a penis. You, you ain't a bitch, but you're acting like one. <laughs> I promise you, that's what's happening. He's going over there, smelling like them, mm-hmm. and yeah. they're like, "Look, dog. Let me tell you something." He's coming back. He's got some power. He's got some some females that he's probably hooking up with, you know. Gee. And then he comes back, and they're like, "Hey, scout. Bro. We don't have kibble for you, but we have. Uh, <laughs> we went and picked some berries. It's really. And the thing is, you can even tell that he's carrying himself different. Yeah, dog's like, I'm not about this at all. It, I'm not about this life. But I will say, I would do it for at least. I would do it because they did it for a year. I would do it for um, a month. I would do it for a month. I would rather go on a loan with a chance of winning a million dollars than have to deal with that shit just to say I could. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's not. I mean, listen. If you want to go out there and get all earthy and get off the grid and everything, that's cool. Let me guess. Do I? Never mind. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> well, here's what you already know. Um, <laughs> why are you even like, I mean, yeah. you know, uh-huh. I've got yeah. no cousins that do that shit. I'm just saying. Right, if I would have walked on screen, people would have dropped their coffee <gasps> at their houses. <laughs> they would have been like, babe, come here. Look at this. <laughs> Did he get tr- uh, and and the thing is like I'm going on a 13 mile hike here in a minute and uh, and I think I'm like I'm being I'm becoming earthy. Are you going on a hike? I'm going on a hike at uh, in Yosemite. You're leaving for Yosemite today? Not today. I said not it's not today. We. Oh, uh, I thought you were saying right after this. No, like, no, 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 you no, got no, late no. start. 
they're getting the crew together and he's like, I'm, I've asked you this before. I'm just going to ask you again. I know you're on this thing. Would you like to come with us hiking? I was like, yes. And it was kind of like, I'm sorry. What? I'm like, yeah, I'll go. He's like, okay, we'll let you know when. Get your boots, get your uh, waterproof socks and get a, a, a good, legit hiking backpack. And so, That's yeah, I'm dope. That's dope, man. Thanks for inviting me. I appreciate that. Okay, you know what's funny? You know what's really funny? <laughs> what's that? I didn't think you were going to be into that. Actually, I would probably say no anyway, but here's the reason why. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's the okay. reason why. Yeah. Is that I, Gail has been trying to get me to go hiking with her forever. Ooh. So if I was to be like, nah, and I want to go, I really do. I just haven't well, Gail had the desire come. to go get hiking boots and all that shit. But Because um, if, if Gail comes, um, uh, I could get Melissa to come. Now, sir, you are... Thinking the way I want you to think. Because right now it's a bunch of, uh, Melissa was like, I want to go. I'm like, oh, it will be a sausage fest. Are you sure you will? There's a lot uh, of dangling Daves going on with this. You know, and but it would be fun only because I thought 13 miles was long, but Austin was like, oh, no, 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 no. He's one of the, he's the a hearing a doctor. And, and he was like, uh, just come. Just, uh, you're going to, you're going to see things you've never seen. He's like, he, he said, I would recommend doing cardio four hours a week just so your, your, uh, just so your lungs are used to the, uh, altitude. Cause we're going to be going up. You're going to yeah. die, Steve. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm like, oh, I, I, let's do it. He's like, the altitude is going to be weird, but you'll be fine. Cause we're going to be going up 13 miles and then coming right. Well, six and a half there, six and a half back. I don't know, bro. You could do it. Didn't say I couldn't, but uh, but what? I don't know, bro. <laughs> what, what <laughs> You're, gonna die. You're gonna die, bro. I'm just telling. No, you. I'm go- I'm ready. And and also, this is I'm going. I'm trying to see this, dude. From what we started talking about, life is far too short. Too short. For sure. to- I'm just giving you shit. I, oh I'm no, sure doubt. you're gonna have a wonderful time. Oh, it's gonna be fun, and, and hopefully, I'll go to Banff. My goal is to go to Banff and actually hike. But Banff, I'm going to actually need someone who's been there. You need a Banff with. to go with you? Yeah. And, and this guy has gone. He's gone to like 35 of the national parks. He's like, well, when you want to go, I'll, I'll give you the map and let you know where to go and where not to. He's like, don't go to Yellowstone. <laughs> Steve's going to be going to Tibet next year and shit. Bro, you think I'm playing? I don't. I think you're going to be like Batman. You're going to go try and climb some rock and find some monk temple and learn all this cool spiritual shit and learn how to like move shit with your mind. It's gonna be and next thing you know, we're going to be walking down the street and someone's going to be like, give me your money. And I'll say no. And all of a sudden pause the bullet in the midair and just understand everything and see the matrix for what it he'll is. He'll shoot. Yeah. He'll shoot and you'll pause the bullet and then you'll see me in slow motion looking at the bullet. Like what? And then I'll hold the bullet and then I'll look at your eyes like what? <laughs> and then we'll be like, <laughs> and then I'll touch you and then you're going to be able to see what I'm seeing. And yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Right. And I'm like, if we can touch everyone so that we can all see the matrix, we will be as one. And then we get arrested for touching people. Pretty much. That's how it's going to roll. <laughs> I imagine. But anyway, go Arctic sun fulfilling the dream. I'm saying for Dan, but if anyone else, Oh, Steven, Steven, this is you, bro. Watch this from what we've been talking about. Watch this movie. You will dig it. My Australian brother, Steven, one of the smartest motherfuckers out there. Oh, you, bro. When he writes me a response, I'm like, wow, I feel like I should have asked him a smarter question. May I say I'm intimidated when he, when he talks to me? I love the guy. I think he's fantastic. But he'll, he'll say such intelligent shit to me. And I just feel like I'm like, um, 
I like farts. You know, like I got nothing to Dude, say. that's what I, and my thing is that he's the reason, he's one of the reasons why I contacted you yesterday about um, uh, Venmo. And he was like, you cannot be scared of this, especially if you want to go to other things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, can't yeah. really be freaking out about, so you need to get your body you acclimated to, to a, you can exactly. He's like, get acclimated to a base. He said, the reason you're freaking out is because you'd never do it. And then all of a sudden you over do it and your body's like whoa 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 what the crap is he's like just get used to this because that other thing you don't want it to like kill you have a wine cooler before you start shooting whiskey bingo because he's you like I mean? he, apparently that uh, the ayahuasca is like for like it puts your body into a, a mode where it's never been so you want to at least get acclimated to something yeah you got to get used to shitting in buckets that's true we're gonna be but why do i we both have to get used to it oh yeah we're, we're sure. both going to the uh you South already know. America. I told you, dude. It's happening. I'm going to have to meet you in Sweden or wherever you end up and then get to South America. Oh, no. But yeah. 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 We'll get gonna, there. Well, no, just, get I a think... really, just get a really, all I ask is you get a really strong, like get really good cable service and good internet service. And then we can just keep doing this. Here's the thing. You're coming with me, dude. We'll see. We'll see. I got family commitments over here. Oh, no. But the thing is, we're going to, it's going to wait enough time for us all to get jammed. I'm still down with the commune thing. Just saying. I feel, I feel, I would feel weird leaving anyone that I care about here. Oh, I'm glad I'm, you care about me, sir. Even though you only talk to me once every two weeks, but I love listen, you. Listen, G, listen, G. <laughs> I bet I could, I, you know what? We all, we can't, none of us can leave our parents here. So it's going to no. be a while, but we, exactly. I think Canada is doable. Let me just save up some Skrilla. I can go to Canada. That's cool. I got, I, it's going to be easier for me to That's do that. That's where it's starting. Canada has to be the starting point. For sure. Hey, I know we're getting close to the end here, but I do have a couple things I wanted to go over real quick. Is that cool? Bruh, I have time, brother. I thought you didn't have time, so I was like... I, I could just text... Oh, I got a text. Um, It's cool to stay on the show. Daniel was like, he said, give Dan my love. So he's like, love to you, brother. Hey, love to you too, Daniel. I'm sorry I've been off the grid lately, man. I had a couple of weeks, <laughs> so everything's fine now. I'll be hitting you up. And thanks for the t-shirts, Daniel. Oh, never mind. I love my t-shirts, by the uh -huh. way. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. if you want a really <laughs> good quality shirt by the band Farouk. And by the way, I'm glad. Did you know that Steven's like a full-on Farouk fan now? That's what I heard. That's dope because they're that good. They're that That's what good. I heard. He yeah, texted like, me. Yeah. Like, I don't know how Fresno has Farouk. But Fresno should be thanking Farouk because they are sick. And I'm not just saying that because it's Daniel and he was on the show and everything. Like, just listen. You'll see. You'll see what I'm talking about. Fucking Farouk, ladies and gentlemen. The latest album, The Heat, is yes. out now. I find it. I think I think the first time I realized, oh, it's it's beyond me now where he's just like, oh, yeah, I was just talking to Dan. I was like, oh, you guys are friends. OK, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, we, yeah, but I admit okay. it. I've, I, uh, I sort of fell off for a little bit. So I've just been kind of like hits and like I, I wanted to completely get off of Facebook, but it's hard when you have a podcast you can't and you're trying it. to, yeah. you don't want certain things to turn into a ghost town. You know what I mean? No. So, but anyway, look at this guy all sketchy on everybody. Dog. I am. I'm tripping on Facebook now. I don't fucking trust anybody. <laughs> oh my God, dude. People just want to attack all the time and shit. And I'm so not used to that kind of wow. stuff that it's like, I like anyway, anyway, this I, guy I can is tell you. sketchy side eye and everybody, everyone. I don't trust a motherfucker. I don't trust anybody, man. I don't trust my mom. I don't trust anybody for, I don't even trust myself anymore. I do trust your mom because she has this, the dark skin tone. So we That's have, true. yeah, you know, we're all related. You got to stick together, man. I get it. Family. I'm saying you got the high, high yellows. Listen, homie, I'm 2%. So, you know, <laughs> I'm just telling you what the, <laughs> what the genetics say, bro. I'm serious. Man. 
Okay, so I got a few more things, Steve, before we go. and Which I'm looking forward to, by the way, every single one of these. Yeah, but I'll, I'll lightning around them, okay? Oh. Well, I, I got to go to work. Is the problem. Oh, you got to go to work. Crap. All right, let's go. Hey, calm down. Calm. <laughs> Everyone just calm the fuck down for a second, all right? Let's just slow it down. Are you good? You, you together now? All right, let's I'm go. talking to you. You all right? I'm ready. You're okay. You're good over there. All right, let's calm down, everybody, right? We got, I'm just going to lightning around this shit. What I'm trying to tell you is that everything I'm about to talk about, I think... Yeah, yeah, I can get this done in just like maybe 10 minutes tops. So here we go. So now I gave you this movie. I don't think you watched this movie yet. Not yet. And the one that I'm talking about is uh, it's something I watched the other day. And I, uh, I rather enjoyed it. I think that it's a kind of a hit or miss thing with certain people. But I just saw it. I liked the poster. The poster is what got me. And I was like, okay, all right. It's a combination. We were talking about combination movies. I love horror and something else. This one is something that I don't see too much, so I really, really wanted to check it out. And it's the combination of horror and Western movies. The movie I'm talking about is called The Pale Door. It came out in 2020, directed by Aaron B. Kuntz and written by Cameron Burns and Aaron B. Kuntz. And what this movie is, I'll just give you the breakdown. After a train robbery, right? The train robbery goes bad because they end up, uh, the guys that are in this, um, this gang they end up finding this woman in a in a chest like she's like locked up in this chest. And when they free her, she's like, look, if you get me back to my family, my home, there's probably going to be a sizable reward for you. So you tell me, Steve, what train robbers aren't going to want that sizable reward. Right? You I'm just know? saying it's like they kind of go hand in hand, train robbers and sizable rewards. Correct. Yes. So what it is, is they do take this woman back to her her living quarters, I should say. And they reside in this old ghost town. And what it gets down to, and I won't say why, is that these people that have brought this woman back must survive the night. And I will only tell you this because it's in the trailer. It's in the description. Uh, it involves a coven of witches. Mm. So it's a combination, Steve. We've got witches, westerns, and horror. I think that's a good combination myself. Fantastic combination. Now check this out. Like there's people in this movie that you're going to recognize. Did you ever see 13 reasons why? No. Okay. It's terrible, Steve. I'm going to tell you that right now, <laughs> but there's a guy named Devin Druid that plays mm -hmm. the character of Jake in this movie. And, and in 13 reasons why he is the photographer kid in season one okay. that I haven't even seen the other season. So I don't know what happens, but I'm assuming what, they lead to anyway he's the kid that you think shit's gonna pop off right at the end he's the the photographer kid kind of a nerdy kid he's in it um there's a bunch of other faces of people like pat healy's in it um and then what is her oh, name oh pat healy i know you do okay do you know who melora walters is she's actually getting I, top billing i do not know her you've seen melora walters before she's been in boogie nights she's been in melora um, walton melora walters guarantee you've seen her before she was in magnolia she was in the butterfly effect oh Dead yeah Poet i know her Society. yeah Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so she's getting top billing for obvious reasons. But um, I will say that this is not like the this is not the best movie I've ever seen as far as like a horror goes. But getting back to what I was saying earlier, I am really trying to approach these movies from a different mindset. And I'm Good. trying not to be so harsh on them all the time, which I am totally guilty of. I like this one because it was original to me. It was something like I really hadn't seen before. The acting could be a little bit better, but that's kind of the case with a lot of horror movies. But I do think that you can tell what I like about this one is you can tell that they had a lo little bit of a lower budget, but like they used every dollar the right way on this one. And it's an entertaining story. I mean, I've talked to a couple of my friends and they're like, ah, I really wasn't that into it, but I did like the actors in it. And I did like what the, what the story was about, but for whatever reason, it didn't like, you know, it didn't stick the landing with me. I think it sticks the landing, but not like, Everyone stop what you're doing right now. Like, I'm not putting it into the boys category, but I will say that if you have some time, it's on VOD. 
uh, and you want to check it out, I would say it's a cool way to spend like an hour and a half. I like that these movies are all around 90 minutes. You kind of get everything out a lot quicker. You know I mean? They don't stretch it out. But it's called The Pale Door. And if you like Western movies and horror and witches, shit, this one's for you. Like, it's tailor-made for you. So I highly recommend you check it out. And I will give this one a little bit lower rating, but it's still a good rating. I'm going to give it a solid three out of five witch hookers. You know what's funny? I uh, Aaron, I knew Aaron Binkus rang a bell. He's been involved with Starry Eyes, which I like. And he also... Uh, were involved with Scare Package, which I really liked. Oh, so, I have that I, one. I have not watched it yet. That's a good movie. Dude. Let's talk about that one next week. Yeah, that's a good. I, I got to rewatch it, but it's, it was it was good. So I'm like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah, I'll come at it with a fresh state of mind, dude. Well, why, we'll talk about that one next week. Done deal. Okay. Now, every once in a while, you know how like you're just looking on Netflix or something and you're like, oh, where did this come from? Like, I didn't even see this ever. Oh, and suddenly for sure. it's here. And you end up finding a hidden gem. Mm-hmm. Steve, I have found a hidden gem. It's called One BR, as in One Bedroom. Have you heard of it? No. Dude, I don't know where this movie came from. I'm going to put it up there. I think, oh, uh, God, what was the movie now? Um, The One I Love. We talked about that. Oh, that was with, so good. Yeah. I talked about that with Brian, I think. And uh, I know that you've seen it, too. But, like, I didn't know where the hell that movie came from. And suddenly it was there. And I'm like, this is really, really good. Anyway, this movie, dude, like, just kind of popped out of nowhere, like, The One I Love. I'm like, what is this? So I check it out. And what this one is, Sarah tries to start anew, Steve, in L.A., but her neighbors are not what they seem. Okay, so it's this young woman who is trying to get her, you know, separate from her family, not for like any drama reasons, but the kind of drama reasons. But it's it's not that big of a part of the story. And she was just wants to basically be on her own now as an adult. And she finds this um, open house at a apartment complex, condos or whatever. She goes to this thing and she gets picked. And maybe she got picked for a certain reason, but she begins to find out that all of her neighbors are all kind of working together. And I don't really want to say anything about this one, man, because I think that uh, because I was so pleasantly surprised about it, like Fab Rorist watched it and he knows what I'm talking about. He liked that one a lot. You just you're getting more than you're bargaining for when you watch this movie. I think that you go in thinking it's going to be one way and it kind of is. But then some shit happens. You're like, oh, snap. Like, I didn't I didn't really see that coming. Like they show a, you know, how like when you hover over a movie on Netflix, you get a, like a quick preview. Oh, yeah. What I'm talking about specifically is this preview. And I'm like, OK, that's what makes me want to watch this movie. This seems like it could be like a, an interesting concept. But what happens after the preview is like, oh, snap. I did. Wow. And uh, the movie just kind of keeps going that way. It's just like this really interesting take on how one person is perceived by a whole bunch of other people and it's like, will there be assimilation? Will there be, you know, like a, a pushback? Will there be escape? What's going to happen? And the way that this woman handles the situation, I think is really, really dope. So I'm going to go ahead and give this one a very solid, I'm going to give it like a 3.75 out of five. Oh, that's um, a good, that's good. Smoking cats. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Watch this movie, you guys. It's on Netflix. It's free. And it's called 1BR, as in one bedroom. Came out in 2019. Drama, horror. It's a thriller. Check it out. You're going to like it. And if you don't, oh, I'm all tell over me. it. You tell me, and I'll talk to somebody. I'll put my people on it. <laughs> I'm in, are there? So, what made you even. Just because you hovered over it and saw the... Yeah, it looked like a horror movie. and like I, I've been watching a lot of them, so I'm like, okay, let me check out the trailer. And the trailer's like, yep, I'm in. I'm checking okay. this out. And I was way more pleased with it than I thought I would be. Check it out, dude. It's good. All right, I'm in. Now, star of the show. 
Okay, there's a movie that just came out on Friday that people have been talking about for a long time. Like it's 25 years in the making and people love this movie. If you haven't seen the other, uh, excuse me, people love the franchise. Uh, if you haven't seen the franchise, I imagine that it's going to be very dated to you. Um, it's very duty. And what I'm talking about is the Bill and Ted franchise. Steve, I watched, I purchased Bill and Ted face the music. <laughs> I can't believe you and, purchased it. Right. Well, that's the thing. You know, I talked about it before, and I, I was the first person to say, this shit looks dumb. Yeah, you were anti. The trailer that I saw, I wasn't feeling it at all. And I was just thinking that it was going to be like, a, you know, Keanu doing a favor to Alex Winter and keeping him in the movie. Like, I, dude, I've been asking you to do this movie with me forever. Just do it. And that's not the case. If I'm looking back on Bill and Ted, right, those movies are what they are. They Again, I said this earlier in the show, too. It's for what they are. They're good movies, but they rely heavily on nostalgia. So I wonder if someone, uh, I think I said Daniel in this case, because I know he hasn't seen the movie, but if he watched Bill and Ted, he's younger than us. You know, this movie was way before him. So it's like, would he get that type of humor? You know what I mean? It's like, it's not, it's not hard yeah. to like understand, but is it like, will it resonate with him? Yes. Or just to someone that hasn't seen this already. So I'm going to say that Bill and Ted movies, I was never like a super fan of Bill and Ted. I mean, I, you know, it gave us Keanu and it gave us all the and whoa and all that kind of stuff. But they're they're kind of dumb movies. You know what I mean? Like they, they that's, are. That's they're But they know they're dumb movies is the thing. Like they're going for that on purpose, much like, say, dude, where's my car? Yes. They, they know exactly what they're trying to do. And if it's like you're, you got two guys from San Dimas, two teenagers from San Dimas, and they're all about, oh, most excellent and, you know, all that kind of shit. That's you already know what you're getting with those ones. And when I watched them back then, I'm like, that was funny. That was pretty cool. But I wasn't like raving about it and everything, even though they're popular movies. Some people just love the shit out of these. So I was kind of pushing back a little bit and going like, yeah, I think it's going to be garbage. I don't think they're going to be able to capture it. I will tell you this. I've read mixed reviews on this, but this is just my review. I think for what it is, it was surprising how much they nailed it. It's like they just took the formula and took these guys who are now significantly older and put them into like the same formula of a movie. And then they have, you know, the addition of their daughters now. So, you know, you're dealing with the you're dealing with how age changes you and how you perceive things now than like before you when you were younger, you know, and you have the introduction of family and, and marriage and stuff like that and responsibility. And so they do. They do have like a little bit of a different take on that because, you know, they're older now and that's that's what they're dealing with. But the the actual like execution of the movie and like what takes them off on their their latest journey, it's very Bill and Ted. I mean, what do you what I just don't understand. Like people I've read some people that are so like that fucking movie was terrible. What are you expecting? Like, are you expecting Inception or are you expecting they expected to complain about something? Yeah, but I mean, like, you should know what you're getting into. These yes. movies originally, and I'm not knocking them. They're stupid movies, but in a fun way. And they were successful. This is exactly that. I think that they, I was, I was pleasantly surprised with how familiar it felt. Do you know what I mean? Like, it yes. just felt like I was watching another Bill and Ted movie and I didn't feel like, ooh, I wasn't, I wasn't like cringing. Well, that's not true. I always cringe a little bit on the woe, but like, I didn't cringe any more than I did when I watched Bill and Ted movies. So you're talking to a guy that I would say, you know, I'm, I'm not a super fan of Bill and Ted, but I, mm-hmm. I'm not a hater either. I'm just kind of right in the middle and I like it for what it is. I think this movie pulls it off nicely. And it's kind of cool to see the Bill and Ted doing the same thing that they used to do. But you have better special effects now. CGI is involved and, you know, the the phone booth and the, 
the, the traveling through the wormholes and all that stuff is all modernized now to a degree. I mean, you can tell that there's a little bit of a lower budget, but it, it just looks better. So you're watching a more improved, better quality Bill and Ted movie with a little bit of like humility in it and, and maturity. And, and um, I don't know, man, I really liked it. And there's this character that I, I won't say what they do, why they're there, but the mm-hmm. name Dennis Caleb McCoy. Remember that name because that was, that. that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. But um, yeah, I think it's a solid submission for them. I think that it feels like they know they should stop, which is a good thing. But I can't, I can't hate on this movie. <laughs> I tried, and I just can't hate on it. It just felt like a Bill and Ted movie. So in that regard, I think that they nailed it. And I'm going to go ahead and for what it is, I'm going to go ahead and give it a uh, four out of five. I'm going to give it four out of five woes. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was creative. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Well, he it almost informed how everyone thought about him until the Matrix. That whoa. You know what's weird though? I will say this, and this is not coming from I mean, it happens to all of us. Except for yes. you, Steve. It's not happening yet. But um seeing Keanu without the beard is is low-key disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> it's um he still looks like Keanu. I mean, he's like a good looking guy and everything, but like the you I think I know he's he's one of the people that looks younger with a beard, if that makes that sense. That makes sense. He and he yeah, we got used to it. Yeah, and when he and again, this is not to be mean, but I'll tell you why where I'm coming from. Now that he's clean shaven, we haven't seen him clean shaven in so long since I guess the Matrix, right? Because I'm just when I picture yeah. Keanu now, yeah. I picture him with the long like the the John Wick look. Mm-hmm. So it's like if John Wick shaved off his beard, and so he still looks the same, but and again, I don't mean to be mean. He's a little more jowly. Like his face is, you know, gravity does its thing when you get yeah, it's older. It's hangy. It's hangy. Yeah. It's a little hangy. So I think I know why he's rocking the beard, which is an excellent thing to do because it it takes him down probably a good five, six years. Really? I think so. Yeah, for sure. And then even like, because they're playing, diff- you've seen the trailer, I believe. They're, they're playing different versions of themselves throughout the movie. It's weird how like the makeup just makes him look younger. It's I can't explain it. Like, like Ted looks weird to me <laughs> just by himself but when he's like future ted or he just it doesn't it doesn't happen that way with me i i can't explain i think you'll know exactly what i'm talking about when you watch this movie but um for those of you that are interested in watching it i will tell you that it is a 24.99 purchase it's not a rental if you are thinking of you know dipping your toe into the bill and ted waters and see what it's all about i would probably hold off i can't recommend this movie at 24.99 that every single person in the world should watch it i think people would be like what are you doing to me dan but if you like Bill and Ted, I think the majority of you are going to like this movie because it's a feel good movie. It feels like Bill and Ted. It just feels very familiar. And I think they did a very good job about bringing certain people back. I think they do a really cool tribute. Very, you know, very minor thing, but they do a cool tribute to George Carlin. And um, I was surprised at how many people came back for this one. So, yeah, it's it's fun. It's a really good movie. If you like the other ones, you're going to like this one, too. And if you don't, then, hey, I guess it's just your opinion. So anyway, that's it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I know we're going to talk about something that we never, ever, 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 ever talk about on this show. Okay, I mean, we, it's going to be really foreign to your ears, but uh, we're going to talk about a band called Metallica. <laughs> Metallica, <laughs> we, never, yes. we never do that, Steve, ever. We never talk about Metallica. You all know that's not true. We talk about it too much, but it's actually topical right now. Metallica put out a new album on Friday. They have done this before. They had the Metallica S&M where they were backed by the San Francisco Symphony and they played their hits with the symphony. And I got to say, even though I'm not 
a huge Metallica fan anymore. That shit sounds good when they're because they just, you know, you know, Metallica when you hear them and some of the different arrangements that they have, I'm talking about S and M one, first of all, uh, some of the different arrangements that they have with the symphony, it just sounds so much better. It fills it in. Sometimes it didn't work for me, but I, I appreciated that album. I thought it was really cool. And quite frankly, I was jealous. I didn't get to see that performance much like this one. Now, I will say as a long time, you know, like back in the day, Metallica fan, the music that they're playing on this particular album is a lot of their, I mean, they do play like master of puppets. They play, um, for whom the bell tolls. They play some stuff off of ride the lightning. They open up with call of Cthulhu, which is on ride the lightning. They, they have a few, you know, they do, they understand man and all that stuff. But a lot of this concert is the era where I really wasn't that into them. You know what I mean? Like including the present stuff. And then like all the way from like load, they're doing, some songs that I'm just like, eh, that's cool. But I do appreciate that they did this with the symphony. I would, I would have paid big money to check that out. And I kind of regret not seeing it. Cause I do remember when tickets were going on sale for that, but they're just really expensive to go see Metallica. And I've seen them way too many times, but I asked you to listen to this a little bit because I was very curious. You know, you talk about them so much, like all the time. I want to know what you think of this version of Metallica backed by a symphony. Uh, I only got to listen to a few cause I was working out. Uh, I really want to listen to it with headphones on. Um, it, it seemed like some of their su- same arrangements. What did they use? Some of the same arrangements from SM One or the the SM One? Oh uh, yeah, they did symphonic relation. Yeah, because I thought they were gonna flip them. They did No uh, Leaf Clover, and it was pretty much the same. And I was like, I wonder if they're flipping any of these. Now I heard that there is one song where they give um, the bass tribute. I didn't hear that. I was gonna talk about that because to me. And maybe it's because I'm old school, but that was like the highlight of the show for me. That's where the ah. emotion kicks in because yes. I really appreciate that Cliff Burton has been dead since 1986 and they're still giving him love to this day because that's how important he was, you know, to yeah. the band. And it's pretty freaking dope. I don't know if you've ever heard it. I know I've tried to send you videos before, but I have no idea if you watched them or not. But Cliff Burton has a very famous bass solo on the first album, Kill Em All. And it's called Anesthesia. I did hear that. Because you told me, to, you told me to, uh, because we were talking about favorite bass players, and you're like, you're not giving this guy enough credit at some point. Very popular, and it's been done ever, like every bass player. I don't know if Jason Newstead did. I don't think he did. I know Homeboy did, Hispanic. Robert cat. Trujillo yeah. gives him lots of props all the time and plays the bass, like he'll do his own bass solo, but he'll put stuff in. They'll play Orion, which is another song that he wrote. But I've never seen it done like this before. I wish I knew the guy's name. But he is the uh, San Francisco Symphony's, I think he's a bass player. He could be a cellist. Maybe he's both. And I think he's playing like an electric bass. I, honestly, when it comes to the sym- symphony, I'm not entirely sure what he was playing, but I think it was a bass. It's a um, stand up and he's got the bow and everything and he's got, but he's got like effects pedals. So it makes it sound just like Cliff Burton. That's sound. really cool. And he shreds that bass solo with like, he's kind of like weaving in his own stuff, but he mm-hmm. keeps going back to that. And it's just awesome that they still give that kind of love to Cliff Burton. And then, um, you know, and at the end of that song, Lars Ulrich kicks it in and starts playing and they do like this little jam thing towards the end of the the song. And it's, it's fucking awesome, man. But like, I'm gonna be a little bit of a hater for just a second. That's the thing about Metallica. Now, when I hear them live or I hear their new stuff is uh, particularly when it's live. I don't think that Lars has good timing. Like he's just, You've never liked him. He's, no, dude, he just struggles to keep up and he never plays it the same way, which is fine. But it just like what I'm trying to say is there's like some 12 year old right now next door to me jamming in his garage that would just shred him. 
You know what I mean? And it's like, mm-hmm. to me, he's kind of getting like the Michael Jordan treatment. Like I'm in Metallica. I've done all of this, which he has props to him. He's the one that formed the band. It's kind of like, like, like Jordan says, I'm going to play baseball now. Cause I've already done everything. I'm going to play baseball now. Like that's, I, I think that that's why they, they keep him in the band to be honest with you. It's like, I'm, I'm fucking Lars Ulrich. This is my band. I'm going to, I'm going to continue just to, as opposed to like walking away from the band and changing the formula and probably, you know, killing the band off. I'm just going to stick around and play mediocre. It doesn't sound like he practices. <laughs> um, you know, he keeps time with the band, but yeah. if you really listen and to like the intricacies of what he's doing, it's just not solid. It's very, it's very mediocre drumming. And I, I just can't seem to pull myself out of that when I listen to Metallica now. I get it. I mean, once you've, once you've gotten that, once you understand you've seen behind the curtain, it's yeah. hard to be like, and one thing that shocked me when I was in the, I was like, where am I going to start with? And I was like, oh, I want to do Sad But True. And it's not on here. No, there's a lot of songs that should be, but they're not. That's because sh- I was in my brain. I'm like, that's a symphony song. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's not there. So I started with um, For Whom the Bell Tolls, which was dope. I will say this. Uh, James Hetfield sounds pretty like I'm also a critique of his new, not new anymore, but like. You don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've always made fun of that kind of shit. And, you know, he just does a lot of that. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. And he does a little bit on this, but he kind of tones it down. And his vocals are pretty good on it. That's not perfect. But I, I think this would have been a really cool show to watch. As a matter of fact, I don't know if it's still going on. No, by the time you guys hear this, it's going to be gone. But this weekend, across America, all the drive-ins were playing that concert. So you can go check it out over there. Oh, that's it's be, cool. It's after the fact now, unfortunately. But yeah, it's that, I think it's going on tonight. I really I, wanted to go, but I'm working. I really, like, from what I heard, the and I was like, the one thing I couldn't say is it, it's almost how I'd imagine it sounding, though. I'm like, yeah. If that's why I'm like, I need to hear the bass solo. Yeah. Because th- there was nothing that I was just like, dude what i'm like oh yeah. well this is how i imagine it sound i i get that actually the bass thing would have been switching and like that's gonna switch i'll be like oh that's dope yeah and again to me highlight of the album but they also do this thing where the symphony takes over for a while i'm assuming it's when metallica goes off stage for the you know like waiting for their encore or whatever but the symphony comes out and they they do this uh what's it called here i'll just give you the name of it real quick i think it's called like the foundry suite uh the Iron Foundry Opus? The Iron Foundry Opus. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's what they... So it's like a three-part thing they do. And then at the end of that, Metallica comes out and jams with them with the symphony. And that sounds pretty good, too. Like, I think the band sounds really good on this. It's just that they're just not my thing anymore. But they're... I, I get it. They're like my cool uncle. You know what I mean? Like, Metallica, yeah. I'm, ne- I'm never going to just hate on them, even though I'm not into them anymore. But they, they've earned the right to do whatever the fuck they want to do. I'm never going to hate on Metallica that way. Um, but I do think that they sound really good on this. It's just that the songs that they're playing, they're just not my jam. They're, they're not, not the your fan. And I get and you already like they played the tickle your fancy joints. Like the song, there was a few songs I don't know on. Like I don't know Master of Puppets. I don't know wherever I may roam. I don't know all within my hands. Um You should know Master of Puppets. I don't know that song. No, no, I'm not I know you don't. I'm saying you should. I know. I know. I'm a little pissed off at you right now because of that like for you to say i don't know master put sounds weird to me is what i'm saying (laughs) i'm gonna listen that's the one that all you metallica fans have told me to listen yeah right after man of steel he's gonna jump into that no i'm going to dude here's the thing i mind you i'm one of the few that hasn't heard that album and that says i'm interested in metallica like everyone just says well then 
I mean, you're the nicest to to that Interest Sandman album. You're the nicest Metallica fan I've ever heard about that album. Everyone <laughs> else I talked to was like, it was trash. No, that's, I don't think that that's their biggest hit. Yeah, they're like, that whole album is trash. I, I hear that a lot, but I, I, I way don't agree with that at all. They just changed their sound, and I think that threw people off. They went from becoming a, they were like a thrash metal band. Then they did Injustice for All, and it was still kind of thrashy, but you could tell they were going in a different direction. And then they did the Black Album, which is the one you're talking about. That's when you started hearing, okay, what's up with Lars? And it was just such a difference in between what they were doing that I think it just kind of blew people away. For I remember taking a road trip and listening to that album. And we're like, oh, okay, well, that was different. And we kept listening. Oh, that was different. But it wasn't bad. It just, we, we were kind of trying. It was like, it's like when people watched episode one of Star Wars. They were like, I think okay. I'm, I'm supposed to like that, right? Yeah, I think I like it. I don't know, though. You know, <laughs> it was that kind of a feeling. Well, did you know what the hits were going to be already? On that album? Yes. Uh, well, Enter Sandman was already out, so that was like the game. Oh, okay. Daggone. I wish, I wish you would have been able to tell. The Unforgiven was a good one. And Nothing Else Matters as much as like, that's so different. That's like their most, in my opinion, that's the as different as they get. Full on love ballad. I would be lying if I said that's not a good song. It's a great song. And it sounds really good on this album, by the way, too. Did you like Sad But True when you first heard the album? Oh, yeah. I thought that was probably the heaviest one on the album. It sounds fucking dope when they, well, I don't know about it anymore, but like when they played that shit for the first time live, I'm like, oh shit. Like they, <laughs> it was just so heavy. Like it's just, you know, when it's cranking and you can feel it in your, in your chest and there's like explosions and shit. I'm like, yeah, this, this is dope. And I don't mind the slower sound. I don't think that album's bad. The funny thing, the first person that I, and I know you got to go first person I ever heard do something like this was Elton John. When he did that, uh, at the London symphony, and oh, he had yeah. that. Yeah, that was the first time I was like, oh, you know what? This would translate. I'm sure people, before you lose it, I know other people have done it. But seeing Elton do like, uh, take me to the pilot with that symphony behind it, I was like, man, that does take a whole different, uh, 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 you know, and according to his book, he's like, I was high as a kite. I could barely get through the. <laughs> Drugs are a bitch. <laughs> He was like, Jesus, I was high on that one. I don't even really remember what was going on on that one. And that's actually, that was the one where he found out he had throat cancer. Cause he's like, I couldn't sing for some reason. He's like, I was high as a kite by then. Oh, I like what you just did there, Dan. I was just for you. Steve. Oh, Dan. That wasn't for anybody else listening. On that you. note, I don't think we could end better. <laughs> Y'all go ahead and Google that. Y'all go ahead and Google that. Oh, look at Dan. Look at me. Look what I'm doing right now. <laughs> All right. Thanks for chilling with us. We would have gone longer, but both of us have stuff to do. Unfortunately, we love y'all. The next voice you're going to hear is Dan the Man. And thanks for waiting around for us, guys. Sorry we didn't give you an episode last week. If you listen to Patreon, you got one. But if not, sorry. We're back. I think we did a pretty good show, Steve. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, dude, it was fantastic. Yeah, I think so. You know, if I if I might toot my own horn, maybe smell my own farts for a second, I'm going to say I think we did a stand-up job today. But anyway, whether you liked it or not, thanks for listening. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and just leave you with this. Don't squeal on the pusher. Don't lie to your mama. Just do what you want, and it'll be okay. Ladies and gentlemen, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace.